0: This is Devin and you're listening to the Puppet Perspectives Podcast.
1: It's that time again, so here we go. We can concerts and TV shows. Puppets get tucked in.
2: Welcome to the Puppet Perspective podcast, the only podcast hosted by actual puppets, or as I like to prefer you to call us, Fabricated Americans. You know, because I'll explain why in a second, but I am your host, Judge Rell, and with me is my co-host, Caroline. Say what's up, Caroline, shaking her head (laughs) every intro I do, just like, uh...
1: Such a funny joke,
2: but uh, yeah, uh, and also let's welcome back Devin. Devin is back from the show for his little hiatus. I haven't seen you like since April. I know, my, have you you grown? Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's been such a long time. How you been? I've been pretty good. That's good. That's good. Um, it's good that you're back. And uh, reason I'm, I'm saying that, you know, I mean, obviously. That word that we're called puppets, but I think it's a, it's a negative connotation. Mm. I'm trying to take it back, you know, because mm. people usually refer to that as someone that's like doesn't think for themselves mm. and stuff like that. But that's not us. We think for ourselves. We have opinions. We review things that are just coming out in the media new, uh, news, uh, television shows and also albums, which is what we're going to do today. And today's show I'm thinking of calling it the uh review title I new titles I have every week mm. or every show. I'm thinking of titling this one Review a Palooza or mm, Review a Rama okay. or something like that. I'm not sure which one will work. Right. But the reason is this. Uh if you're new to this show, what we do is we review albums mostly. And today we're going to be reviewing three albums that came out in the past few weeks. We're going to be talking about that new album by you want to say it? <laughs> Um, DJ oh, Khaled! Oh my god! You gotta say, like, you know, yeah. you gotta say it like that, right? Yeah. You can't. Whenever you're gonna go buy his album or something like that, you have to announce it in wherever people are. <laughs> <laughs> where oh, new oh, album just came out. Tears are ringing. <laughs> 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 I gave you the time. I think you say it lower than me, but oh, no. uh, we we're talking about the new DJ Khaled album that just came out a couple weeks ago, and uh, hopefully, uh, as Devin's heart can stop beating so fast <laughs> long enough, so we can get to it. Uh-huh. And there's a couple of <laughs> albums. That that came out a f- couple weeks ago, back in May. We're still playing catch up because we had a, like a three week uh, mm-hmm. break. So we're going back and reviewing two albums that actually came out beginning of May. We're going to be talking about the new Vampire Weekend album. Blah. The album is called, uh, well, we'll get to it in a second, but Hipsters Rejoice. Vampire Weekend is back with their new album after a really almost half, over half a decade uh, gap between records. Wow. And. We talk about a band that I really like a lot, uh, the uh, melodic hardcore punk band Bad and came back, and there the the, the the old guys are still showing the kids how to do it in the in the fast uh, punk rock uh, community with their album. And they put out quite a few records over the past forty years or so. I don't know how many years they've been together. I can't do the math right now. Almost forty, let's say thirty eight. Yeah, um, so their new album came out. So boom. Music covered. Also, we're going to be reviewing a television show because we also do TV shows that came out. A little segment we like to call binge or Cringe. Shows that came out and on the streaming media platform, whether it's a uh, Apple. I mean, uh, Apple. Yeah, Apple does shit right? I'm pretty know. sure, yeah. Yeah, really? Apple or Amazon. Do- yeah. Amazon does. Amazon that. does. Hulu, Apple does. Hulu, yeah. Netflix. We cover it all. Mm-hmm. Any show that came out, we're going to be doing a binge or Cringe. Tell you if it's a show that is binge worthy. Or cringeworthy, and today we'll be talking about the latest season of uh, Black Mirror, and we'll be telling you if it's worth watching that or not. Television shows covered. Finally, uh, Devin, you haven't been here a few weeks, so I hope that you uh, remember this, but um, we're gonna do a thing, a concert review sometime. Sometime I go to concerts and, like, you know, I will actually review them and do a video through that, and sometime in this case, we're gonna do like just an audio one. So I'll be talking about the beer fest slash rancid concert I went to last Sunday, which will explain why we weren't doing a show last Sunday, Caroline. And Devin, if you can recall, you saw the infamous uh, Anderson Park a few weeks ago, and Mm -hmm. I'm dying to hear if that show is worth it or not. So we find out, boom, (laughs) we will talk about that. So look at that. That's why we're calling it so much to review, so much to review, so little time. And um, yeah, that covered everything. So first of all, all out the way. How are you doing, Caroline? How was your past three weeks off? Pretty good. Summer is starting now. It's so summer I, now, yeah, I'm assuming that you have all kinds of, you know, beach stories to tell oh, or yeah. surfing in the New Jersey. like Yeah. <laughs>
3: I get like sunburned just driving. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's bad. I open the
2: refrigerator and I get sunburned yeah, from the light. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so
3: how yeah, have you been? It's pretty good. Um, yeah. I saw some friends recently. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or whatever, but I'm going to Paris in a couple of weeks. Oh, Yes, we, we. I'm sorry, we, Wee. You're yeah. going to Paris. Drop my pen. So I've mostly been like getting ready for like that. I need to like buy new clothes because all of my shorts are too small.
2: Mm. Mm. Baguettes. I gained weight. Make sure yeah. you eat some baguettes when you're there. Uh, what you going to France for anyway?
3: Um, I'm going with a friend, and she has a family friend that breeds um, a specific French poodle, dog, French breed of dog, oh. like a poodle, but okay. much, much, much bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're going over to get like like a stud, I guess you would say, to come over and like introduce a new line of French dogs, or else it'll be like all incest <laughs> dogs, oh, right. and that's yeah, like yeah. not good for the breed because they like show them, they bring them to like the Westminster dog show and like all this crazy shit so yeah um yeah so I speak like enough French that I'll be able to get by yeah yeah Um, me too I
2: took like we were talking before we took some French in high school so it's just like basically you're that person that's just saying like very formal sentences Mm, every time very simple where is the bathroom yeah hi how are you yeah (laughs) my name is Caroline that's basically what you're like you know Gemma Pell Caroline and blah 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 Yeah. yeah you know my friend com doesn't t- speak any t- French, t- so that's
3: why she's. Ta- I'm tagging along with her she doesn't speak any French at all. No, oh. no. You so could teach her like, like three sentences. I, I she gave could. her a book. <laughs> I'm like, this will teach you like verbs and phrases. Like that's mm. all you really yeah. need. Yeah. Other Où than a, that, it's gonna be me. <laughs> like
2: oué la French fries? No. <laughs> you have to say no. Like when you finish a <laughs> right. question every time, so you're like an American that's been in France for a long time, right? Mm. <laughs> this is how you say. <laughs> <laughs> then you say what you say. Um, yeah. So like, uh, let us know how the French fries are, the French toast, and I assume when you walk around the streets, everyone's just making out like crazy. Yeah, it's that's like, true. No, this is just how we kiss here. <laughs> yeah. That's just a natural kissing in France, I assume. Though, like, I think is call it, it Italian wait? Kissing. I'm confusing. Like, because I thought it's when they do like the both side cheek kissing. That's bees. And, oh, that's bees. Bees. Bees kiss like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, oh. mwah, mwah. It's, okay. your, it's a greeting. Okay, in France. Yeah. Okay, so French like, kissing. Everyone does Is. But then, from France.
3: Well, it depends. <laughs> we could go on like about this, but it depends. Like, if you're talking about tongue kissing, yeah. we call it French kissing. There, I think they call it just kissing. Italian kissing. <laughs> oh, Italians <laughs> call it Greek kissing. Like, it's oh, all. Wow, everyone everyone shows how to pass the buck. Everyone else. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Who's the grossest <laughs> exactly. one? Grossest
2: country of all? It you just, know, allowing that. Yeah. Well I, um yeah, so uh I think that's another show we'll be doing a couple of weeks that you won't be won't all be part here, of, but yeah. when you come back, you'll have a lengthy story to tell us about how France was. Yeah and if there were any cone heads there, please tell us. Oh I will. <laughs> if their heads are that high or not. <laughs> all right, Devin, um yep. how are you been? I mean um, it's been right. a while since I seen you. Yeah. Your Mother's yeah. Day, I assume, was better than mine. Uh oh. um Yeah, you weren't on the Mother's Day show, were you, right? Uh-huh. That was the last show we did? Or the day after no, Mother's Day. Uh, we well, skipped Mother's Day, yeah, and then the then week after, the you, week. Had the, you had that, that job. You did an actual, yeah. uh, rarely you work on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, I actually quit that job. <laughs> nice. Hilarious enough. Did you do it like hardcore, the or did
2: you like do it like the two-week notice
0: way, like a bitch? No, I just, I <laughs> 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 no, just emailed them. And yeah. what is it? we had to give, like, um, like, initially when I got the job, you had to give, like, a, a $50 deposit for, you know what? No reason. They said it was for like um uniform insurance. I'm like,, mm, no, the whole uniform didn't even cost that much. Stop. What? So yeah, um, that was fun and like uh, I was like, oh, so like, can I get my fifty dollars? And they're like, oh. what fifty dollars. <laughs> right? like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Just like hand in your name tag. Oh, I never got a name tag. Oh. okay, just hand in your uniform. Oh, I never brought it home. Oh, well, that's great. And they're just like Happy to kick me out I'm yeah. like okay whatever It so, sounds to me like
2: Their turnover rate is so high That they weren't they, even surprised. Yeah. Yeah. You know
0: yeah. They don't even care Honestly yeah. And they just They definitely just put that Like 50 in their pockets And stuff Yeah and mm-hmm. It is what it is mm. But so, I'm, I'm happy to be gone with that thing So That's you're good. happy
2: To be unemployed again Or No
0: no I'm still employed Oh so you had yeah, two I jobs Yeah I have another job Yeah, yeah. You're Working is, man right You, know, you the, know
2: Working like you know Kind of like a Jamaican In a way like Two jobs No more no less But Oh. Jamaicans would say, like, you're lazy because you oh, only have two really? jobs. But, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. but yes, yeah. yeah, it's. I think, like, actually, I'm in the same boat as you because my job actually is requiring uniforms. Uh, and I hate it because they actually told me, they, they don't tell you until after you sign the papers, and then they outsourced us oh. that, hey, like, you know, you guys got to wear uniforms. First they tell us, oh, nothing's changed. It's just who's giving you checks now. Mm. You know, and then eventually it's like, oh, well, by the way, the uh, – Insurance is worse Everything's and uh, changed. <laughs> uh, people are going to treat you less than, than equals. Now that you're no longer part of the company and you got to wear these uniforms and you got to make sure your area is clean. Well, I mean, we'll get on your case about that, mm. but not with everyone else. Oh, wow. So I'm actually at the point now where, uh, I'm, well, I'm only working there for the money yeah. and that can only drive you for so long. Yeah. So it's like it's weird because if you if you bitch about this, people like I should just quit because I'm not I don't like my job. Then they give you that whole like, well, no one likes your job. Everybody works because, you know, they have to pay bills or, you know, to survive or oh, feed their that. kids. And it's like yeah, it's quality of life. Up, right? How much longer is that? Is that really what's going to be my tombstone? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I I was born, I worked, and I died. Yeah. And it's, so every uh, Monday or Sunday after we wrap up the show, Sunday we're recording the show, after it wraps up the night, say goodbye to you guys. It's just like that. <sighs> yeah. Like depression of like another 40 hours. Another day older and deeper in debt, as the song goes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm going with the, with my job now. I started to cut you off unless you had some more no, exciting no, no. things to say. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's just well, my week has been pretty much that contemplating, like not so much, just like the baddest way, to, the hardcoreest way, the most hardcore way to quit this job, even though I really can't because I mm-hmm. need the money. Yeah, and uh, I was actually thinking about um, becoming a, an Uber driver. Mm. Although I'm researching if that's actually worth the uh, aggravation and stuff like that, right? Mm. But um, a new car I just bought a few weeks yeah. ago, so now I mm. possibly can do it. Yeah. But I'm the type of person that never liked driving. Mm. Like when I was like you know a kid, everyone was getting their licenses at 17. I just did not care, mm. and it's just now I gotta worry about that. And where we live in New Jersey, actually, there's this there's this infamous <clears throat> uh, highway called uh, 287. That mm-hmm. turns to a parking lot between the hours of four p m and seven, mm-hmm. so even if I do this, like how many how many uh jobs will I be able to do in yeah. that three hours of just yeah. sitting in traffic going from one place to the other? but um other than that, it's just I hate my job, I hate working there, I really want to quit, and there's nothing I can do about it right now except for throw out resumes like crazy and yeah. hope for the best and what really got me to saying like you know i fucking hate this place and had this real like you know existential crisis is i think my references are like when i make jokes they got they're too they're starting to become dated now and mm-hmm. it's scary <laughs> that when you realize that's when you realize you're old right when your references are not hip anymore and the example i have is uh it is intern season now at work and that used to excite the hell out of me when i was younger cuz you know oh right fresh meat you get to look at people and blah blah that but um, married now. I don't. And when they all heard and the men they're showing around, there's no excitement I had anymore. So that's a good thing, right? Mm. So I, I'm actually maturing, Caroline. That's, well, that's maturing. personal growth. <laughs> yes, I just like, <laughs> eh. you know, whatever. There, because that scary thought that hit you is like, wait a minute, yeah. uh, they were possibly born this century. Yeah, gross. Yeah, <laughs> so, I So, no. um. And that's probably a fact now. Um, so anyway, I'm going down the stairs one day, and one of the other managers, one of the other coworkers that works there, is like talking to the interns, and then they're like, blah blah blah, something about basement. I go, like, oh, Jarrell, is there a basement in this place? So I'm like, oh, you mean like the Alamo where Pee Wee's bike is? I've never seen so many blank <laughs> stairs in my life. Like mine right now. Right. <laughs> 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 oh no. <laughs> So, oh God, immediately I said that joke, five, ten eyes looking at me, and I'm like, I guess that reference is too outdated, and then the guy that, you know, was talking around, like, yeah, I guess so. They don't get it, but, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you didn't laugh either, dude. Like, <laughs> so <talking> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, maybe people don't remember every single line from a film, right? So, I'm like, hmm. okay, uh, yeah, it's from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you gotta see it. Nothing. Except for everyone, I can read their thoughts saying the same thing Devin, you're saying right now. Who is Pee Wee, right?
0: No, I know Pee Wee. I just didn't know that like, part okay. of the movie or anything okay. like that. So, you've seen the film. You just no, don't have I haven't that even line. seen it. I you, just know of You the, know the, of the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Thank you. So, you're probably a little bit older than these interns, then, obviously. Yeah. And that one guy is probably older than you or your age, but just over his radar. So, I was really sitting there thinking to myself, it's, it's that time. I've hit that age where I cannot be referencing stuff mm-hmm. from the mid-80s anymore unless it's like, you know, super famous. And even that's like risky. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that kind of was like, I got to quit. <laughs> 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 and then the other thing is when I'm at my, I work with a lot of people older than me and my ringtone is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog when he's drowning. Mm. And oh. it's very yeah, scary yeah, to yeah, people. Yeah. So people freak out, but don't get it. <laughs> so now it's, like, my references are too, yeah, like, young <laughs> for my sure. department. Mm. I can't find the right balance. <laughs> oh, like, I just no. got to say, like, oh, remember the, the contest from Seinfeld? And everyone will probably get that. Something, mm. like, you know, that everyone knows about. But mm. I don't know. That's really the crisis I went in. Uh, Caroline, help me out. Because two of those things I referenced, you know about that. Yes. So is it just, like, you're just the exception to the rule of people that in uh, your age? or? <laughs> I you're not really know. 18 years old anymore, but I'm you know not, what I'm saying. Thank yeah. God.
3: Um, I think there's just I don't know. I I think it's just you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old
2: and I'm young. It's just weird. Yeah, because
3: yeah. I've I worked in like similar like I worked in an office. <laughs> was, sub, you're old. <laughs> I didn't know that else well to say it. Because um, I worked in kind of a similar situation. Uh, my previous job was in an office, and like all my coworkers were like probably like my mother's age or older. And then there were like a couple people who were like right out of college. And this was like a few years after I was out of college. Mm-hmm. Like one of my coworkers was like, I think like 22. And she was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just working here till as I'm like studying to go to law school. And I'm like, I would have been out of law school by now if mm-hmm. I had gone to law school right out of college. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to law school. So I had like, I was <laughs> right in the middle. And it was like, I didn't really get along with anyone. There were no peers. And like, okay. at a job that you hate to begin with, having no like group of people. All right, that, so like, we're, we're I'm you, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling I, you. I, it's it just makes it even worse. Yeah. Mm. And like you can you can like work in an environment where there are people much older and much younger than you, but you still have like that kind of like camaraderie, like that, and that makes that can make the world of a difference. That can make a shitty job a little less shitty. But if you... Yeah. If you have no one that you can connect with or if it's like you connect with one person and it's just like they just talk about like their grandkids or something, (laughs) then like it's just just the same like
2: obsequious banter every Monday. Like, you know, oh, is it going to rain today? (laughs) Look at a fucking like meteorologist. Why are you actually... Gonna go into depth (laughs) about this. And then some people like actually say, Oh, it's supposed to be this weather run. Oh, no, that's me. Who cares? Who cares? Like, let's wait till that happens and then we'll find out. (laughs) And it's like, Oh, well, you know, happy. Monday, happy Tuesday, happy uh, Wednesday, happy Thursday. It's like, yeah. why are we every day is a holiday now? No yeah. one's happy you know? on any of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, obviously Monday don't is pretend. supposed to be a, uh, like a sarcastic happy yeah. Monday. And Friday is supposed to be like, oh, my God, right. The right. Friday. Who knows when this will happen again? Let's make a big deal <laughs> yeah, exactly. about it. You know? Oh, my God. Um, so I think just corporate America yeah. is just not my bag anymore. I don't want to talk about, sure. you know, going to going to home. Depot ones over the weekend yeah. or doing lawn lawn stuff like boring yeah. shit like that. Yeah. It's just. But you know you can't ask that in the job interviews. Like, is there coronary here before I right. take the well, job? Well, you can sneaky.
3: <laughs> you can be like, "What's the? Oh gosh, what's the? What's the um, atmosphere? You yeah, know, yeah, that's a good word. like there yeah. are sneaky ways of asking stuff like
2: that. They won't tell you, lad. No one talks. No, you. they'll they, lie. You'll have to find out. In the <laughs> they'll uh-uh. lie through yeah. their teeth, just exactly. like you li-
3: lie through your teeth. Well, we're like the a family interview. here.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh we. You know, every Monday most families don't talk to each other <laughs> either. <right? laughs> So, yeah, it's just where everyone gets along at some point. Mm-hmm. Then you find out you're eating lunch alone for the past like three months. You work there because mm-hmm. no one wants to come and say hi to you. Oh, my um, God. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's my job. <laughs> Jesus. I'm a little yeah. too close to home. Oh, no. Do you need a break? <laughs> <Yeah. I> need <laughs> he needs a hug. Break. It's OK. So, Devin, if you notice, the, yeah. the the new layout of the Puppet Perspective Studio is we got a new table. Yep. Uh, you Very haven't commented cool. on the, yeah. the wood. I like it. it. It's not... is, is this varnish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Let's do the whole podcast about the wood. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Just feel it. Feel it wow. on, on your fingers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's nice. You know, get a lot of room to put your arm, your elbows mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. something like that. Also, if you noticed, uh, there's no studio audience anymore. Because you've been noticing that, you know, we yeah. tell our jokes. and No one's interrupting you with, like, laughter. You're right. And uh, it's good because I would say it's something that's hilarious as all of my time, as I said last week, last show. And you guys have to sit there and wait for the audience to stop laughing before you can say your follow-up joke. Mm. Basically like a sitcom. Yeah. But now, it's totally like, you know, new sitcoms where it's like, mm. the jokes are flying. If you didn't catch it, just rewind it and play it over again. Um, Yeah, so... You like it? Yeah, I'm like, I wanna. Uh, I wanna make you happy. Yeah, well, you know? mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Very good, very good. So, <clears throat> tonight I am drinking some uh, Yinglings uh, to to loosen the palate, if you will, and have a little bit of fun. Caroline is drinking the the, the usual uh, spring water.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Brita water. Brita,
2: Brita is better. Mm.
3: Yeah, saving the environment and my reusable. You know, water yes. bottle.
2: We're trying to like find any way we can to find something to sponsor. So if anybody <laughs> out here listening to <laughs> something, oh, man, we goodness. say like, "Wow, that's a good commercial you're doing." Brita, it's <laughs> better. Uh, yingling, all the time. Drink it, get you drunk. Um, Devin, you got a <laughs> yep. a radio station shirt on. I do. I-, I guess we won't actually say who they are. But uh, yeah. did you intern for them or something like that? I did not. Okay. I just uh,
0: applied and they gave me the job. So. Oh, wow. you work there.
2: Yeah. You work there now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm.
3: Funny how that works. It's like you just apply to something and then they give you a job.
2: It's insane. Can I ask you world. uh are you <laughs> in promotions or something like promotions? promotions? Yep. Yeah. How do you like a grunt work basically? Um yeah, but it's not too bad. Cuz they're honestly. paying you for starters, right? Yeah. That's good. I I told you that story I used to do that for the the rock station here in New Jersey, but yeah. I was an intern for that just for that summer mm. and they didn't pay me, but they gave me grunt work to do. I'm guessing you go to a bunch of like, you know, events like banks and like, you know, spin the wheel and people win prizes and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, usually. That's all. Or it's that's like cool.
0: Either that or like playing cornhole and stuff, which I'm terrible at. So mm. Yeah, but it's, it's a good time. Nice. Nice.
2: All right. So that's good to hear. So what we're going to do now is uh, start off with um, uh, as we talk about my weekend. Um, last Sunday, we didn't do a show because there was a beer fest out in the uh, <laughs> raceway park uh they had the uh B- Rancid was doing a beer fester they starting this the called the bash they had Rancid they had uh suicidal tendencies pennywise um madball the hardcore band which i want to really talk about their set and if you guys might not remember the girl grunge group from the 90s L7 with their hit song Pretend we're dead that you might recall, call you could get to that that song on that station on uh, San Andreas, is that the game? Yeah, San Andreas Grand Theft Auto. You ever play that game, Devin? Yeah, uh,
0: hey, I was a little young. What? Yeah.
2: Don't make me feel that old. Two thousand four. Uh, uh, what were you like? Four uh, years old? Come on. I was like, like eight. Oh, you eight come, nine? Yeah. By the time it was a, uh, you were old enough to play. It was already Grand Theft Auto Five, which you probably were too young for that too. <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> Good. I don't know. My parents, my parents didn't let me. That's all. My brother. My brother was. He's uh. around like nine or ten years older than me. So he. Did all that stuff? I didn't really get to experience that stuff when I was younger.
2: This is good. I'm starting yeah. to learn more about you guys. As a, uh, I guess personal life. I didn't know you had a brother that old. We yep. will get back to that later. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I really like to know how the dynamic of your relationship was with someone that old. Hmm. So, Grand Theft Auto. Anyway, you can play that song. You, you know, you're driving. You can turn the radio stations. L. Seven song. Pretend We're Dead. Huge hit song in the '90s. Uh, if you ever listed that song, you're like, oh yes. This is exactly what, what the sound was of that time. Mm. Anyway, they were there too. So uh, a little recap of it. We get down there uh, with some of my friends. Um, friend forgot his wallet halfway there, so we turned around and came back out of the wallet, drove there. Um, Raceway Park, pull in, everything like that. Get into the place. They have all the beer tents where you can sample different craft beers, give it a little glass so you can sample it. Soon we walk in. Guy gives me, the gl- gives me the glass and gives me eight tickets. And I'm like, what are these tickets for? And he's like, for beer samples. And I'm like, huh? Because normally beer fests, if you've ever been to one before, or festivals, they have all the things and their beers are, you can stress test any ones you want for the whole time. I'm getting the feeling that this guy is just assuming that these eight tickets are only for eight samples. And then I'm like, whatever, I don't know what that means. So I go to one person, and, and then they give it to us. and Enjoy. And after like the fifth or sixth uh, tent we go to, they ask for a ticket. We take it, and we come to find out that is exactly what it was. And I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. You only get eight samples, and that's it, mm. from all the things around. And then at that after that point, you have to pay for it. But here's the kicker: no one was asking for tickets. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. You know. So I ended up leaving with um, seven tickets at that point. And some people, so we're like trying to figure out what the, what is the are they just asking every fifth person so they can actually say they did it, mm. or are they just like you know asking only the ugly people for tickets so like the ugliest person is already done like in twenty minutes,
1: mm. <laughs> send them home. <laughs> so
2: so we didn't we didn't we couldn't figure out the pattern, hmm. but we're like that's strike one where they're fucking up. Don't do that. They should just be endless. So that was the good thing about it is three hours from the tasting beer before the show starts at four. As opposed to, like, it being the same time. Mm. So you have to, like, make a choice mm. if you want to go in or not. Um, so we go in anyway. And then after it's 4 o'clock and Mad Balls get on the stage. They're a hardcore band from New York. Similar to, like, you know, Sick of It All. We reviewed their album last year. Um, Devin, you're, like, really into, like, you know, metal and stuff like that. And yeah, I stuff really stuff. honestly got to say, I've seen Mad Balls so many times. And I'm like, why am I not buying their music? But I think really the effect it is if you buy some of their albums um, and see them live, they get the crowd pump and they're singing. He's singing and he's jumping. He jumps down. He's singing to the audience. They're singing back. Some songs you don't even know, but just that energy of the audience and and going back and forth in that circle pit that you probably want to stay away from if you don't want to get punched in the face. Mm, like Accidentally, of course. Um, Yeah. Madball killed it. Wow. And then immediately... After their set ends, over to now over to PA, we we're having attention their attention, like you know, uh, patrons. Due to severe weather, uh, everyone's asked to exit the place immediately. We will resume the show once the weather has cleared. Sunny skies, we're like, what are you talking about? <coughs> um, but there was like a, a a forecast of thunderstorms possibly coming in the area. So literally, they, everyone's confused what to do. They're saying it's bullshit. They think the show's canceled, blah blah. blah. So we. Fifty dollars to test taste some beers and then you know see one band for half an hour and get kicked out. Bullshit. Mm. Uh, but nevertheless, we get sent out to the um, through our cars. So we're like, fuck it. Might as well just you know hang out and just do what people do when they're tailgating. I won't. Ex- I won't just disc- just disclose. I'll just I won't disclose all that. But it's not like we're having orgies but you get the idea <laughs> so uh we're hanging out there and then i'm watching my phone to see when that actual like you know warning will pass counting down to the minute mm-hmm. and then once it once it goes away we're like well what do we do now uh and then we see people going back in so we're like all right let's just go back in so we go back in and then the whole process of you know checking us again to make sure we're not bringing any weapons or drugs mm-hmm. in there and we go back in and l l playing and i got this idea i'm like they should do this all the time for like, you know, festivals where there's like a lot of bands have like a an hour intermission. Mm. You go to your car or tailgate for an hour and come back. But I'm trying to get the kinks out of it yet because it's like, all right, will people at that point be like, all right, I'm just going to go to the show late so I can get it for free. Well, that's why the stamp thing is that they have at like, you know, Dorney Parks is in. Uh, they have that mm. everyone stamps when they go out. And you have to come back in an hour or you can't come in. Mm. Think that'll work? What do you think, you guys? Should we should we force that? We yeah, should we at least, at least, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you I didn't start. know we were doing this. Yeah, we should at least write them or say like, no, th- that was a good idea. Mm. Like it just that, that just came accidentally. So I'm thinking, I, I really, I'm I'm sure there's the beer vendors and they're like, well, we want people to pay thirty dollars for our beer. It's bullshit. But you know, fuck em. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> So we go back in. L 7s playing. No one else cares but me and like a lot of like uh, older women and um, riot girl chicks, if you will. So uh, they play. It's all right. Then suicide tendencies comes on, and I'm a big fan of them. Institutionalized, and they have like you know, they figured like every band they will cut their set list shorter to make up for the time that they lost, mm. but for some reason. Suicidal Tendencies, the lead singer has this idea that I should just talk and talk and talk in between songs and make the songs as long as possible normally for their set list. So, but you think in this case, like, all right, so we have less time. Maybe I should not do that. But he's like, fuck that. Comes out, does the same thing. They play their first song. He comes out. Everything's like really – the first song, You Can't Bring Me Down, if you listen to, like, the actual album, it's like a five-minute and 45-second song. They did that fucking extended version of that shit oh. where it was like easily 12 minutes of that Ugh. song. So he's doing it, and every time he's like, hey, what's you can't bring me down, you can't bring me down, you can't bring me down, you can't bring me down. Like getting the, us to call on a spot. Mm-hmm. We're tired of fucking saying it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut the song, go to the next one? Song ends, and it's like, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, this is like the time where you really got to get your mind straight. And this that He does this all the time, and it's like a easily a three-minute, four or 5 seven minute speech and everyone's like ah, play the next song getting all restless and the band like sometimes they'll just start like you know just playing not really like just like just tuning up or anything like that but just like fucking mm-hmm. around like just waiting for their cue to mm-hmm. when the next song's gonna be. Um and then the next song comes on. So basically they played seven songs as opposed to ten. Mm-hmm. And it was but it's still the crowd loved it, you know, and I and he, and this old guy, like probably be like like fifty six years old, something like that, did a stage dive. And no one was expecting it. So, oh, no. went right down because ah, he's big. Geez. But it's like the same time, it's like, oh, we got to help him up. So, they're like <laughs> six, eight, eight or nine people picking him back up and then pushing him back to the front. But it was oh, just like, man. you know, I think it was one of those, I didn't know this guy was going to be so heavy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then, um, dead weight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, in the. He, you know how when a person's singing and they come yeah. down, get on the barricade and they're shot back and forth. Mm. And then they just get up on the thing and it's falling and it's like, well, Ugh. I didn't know you were gonna be this heavy. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> uh, luckily I was nowhere but I got some good footage of that to put on a, a Instagram of him crowd surfing and stuff like that. And then uh, killed it. Then um, Pennywise comes on, and uh, I'm not really the biggest like skate punk Pennywise fan, but there they put this out the same album over and over again, and I like some songs, and and I just listen to him on, on that aspect. Uh, they came out and then they did a good they did a good set. And this is the thing that's interesting. Um, I look back and you see like just ominous dark clouds behind you. You start getting like, oh shit, like what's happening? Is it going to rain again before Rancid comes on? This sucks. And then a little drizzle and then they finish their set. They go away. And it starts to drizzle again, but then it stops and we're good. Rancid comes out um, and then they start playing like, you know, some songs. And then (laughs) halfway through the fourth fifth song um the announcement comes on again over to pa in the middle of the song so they're like kind of playing and they kind of s- stop and get all confused everyone's booing like "Oh, you know we'll come back if we can now it's like nine o'clock and mm. curfews in that area are 10 so it's getting pretty doubtful um so i find one of my friends and he's like i've had to fight my way to this this area we're in the front center like i'm not moving i'm not moving no mm. way and then we're like i don't think and it starts to go a little a little bit harder to rain and so it's like I, and then me and my friend i came with i'm like i don't think it's gonna work out man i think we're gonna have to go um so we kind of start leaving and then instantly like you're fucking mm. jumping in a pool or something or like you know you're in the shower and you turn it on full blast but for some stupid reason you're still wearing your clothes <sighs> it's just like rain coming down oh. like thunder and everything like that and we're all like trying to get under the bleachers that's not working because uh. it's just dripping on yeah. you and it's at that decision like all right are we gonna run to the car or are we gonna walk like kind of fast because you know we're gonna get this way anyway yeah. <laughs> but it's just, and we were just pissed that it's like fuck it we'll just walk to the car just getting drenched and then it's, so it's like traffic jam to get out of there um, so Rancid, that was easily their worst set ever Those <laughs> five songs and that's it. Four and a half, Aww. I should say. And um, yeah, if I want to... And so we left that show and it was kind of like everyone's bummed out because most people went there just to see them. But um, I'm trying to like factor in, all right, some of the bands were really good. Uh, the beer was like, you know, it was tolerable. And um, I enjoyed my time with my camaraderie. So I'm trying to figure out like, if we were gonna rank rate concerts the same way we rate like our albums, how should we do that? Like if it's like the best thing ever, it's like kinda like you should follow them everywhere they play, like mm-hmm. like the Grateful Dead. Like the dead, yeah. Yeah, what would we call that then? Like uh, like tour with them or yeah, something like that? Okay. okay. Yeah. And if it's just a good show, then it's like buy a ticket, go to their show mm. at that at their venue. And if it's like okay, like Maybe it's like you should just watch it on YouTube mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that, yeah, or if, watch if, clips that people yeah like filmed on their or phone. if you're if you're feeling daring, like maybe you should just buy the uh, the DVD of mm. their set of their concert, but it won't be the same thing, so maybe not that. Mm. And then if it's like a bad show, don't go to the show.
1: And if you're really
2: if you're really mad, scalp it, scalp it. (laughs) But you bought in the first place, though. So that means you have to go to the effort of like going to a show and selling it there. So I'm saying like if if I saw the show and they're coming to your area, maybe you shouldn't go if it's Mm, that bad. I see what you're saying. But if if you're so angry about that show, maybe we should have like a burn the venue. (laughs) As long as there there was already left before. Boycott. is. that's why we're not like. (laughs) Burn it. Yeah.
3: Telling people to commit arson. Yeah, but
2: at your own discretion, we should say. Arson at your own discretion. Arson with a disclaimer that (laughs) we're not held
3: accountable. Make
2: sure everyone has evacuated the building first. There you go. So the concert was in between for all those mistakes that happened. And um, the reason I'm not mad about the Rancid show, I sh- every, I've seen Rancid every two years for a while. I'm a big fan of theirs. And they, and for some reason, with that show, the sh- way that show was going, I'm like, I think they're going to do the same set list as they always do, where they, they cater to that one album that everyone loves that I'm not too crazy about. But I'm the type of person, if I'm having a good time, I won't be mad about their set list mm. anymore. So um, if they were like, oh, we're playing Drell's favorite album in its entirety, and that happened, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would rank this show lower than, but I'm gonna give this out. I'm gonna give this sh- this uh, this concert a. Um, it's all right. Like you know, definitely watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If, especially if the weather if the weather's gonna be bad in your forecasting your area because <laughs> they're actually gonna be in Boise, Idaho, doing this in other places to wrap this up. They said see you next year on um, on um, Facebook when they had this whole disclaimer on there that you know we we're, we're worried about your safety. And by the time the rain went away, the curfew at 10 happened anyway. So nothing we can do about it. See you next year. Mm-hmm. So I think Rancid owes us, you know, Probably. but at the same time, finding your schedule, if they do it next year, fix all the problems I said. <laughs> and this is why I'm a big fan of indoor concerts. Mm-hmm. As we segue to where Devin went to. Yep. Devin actually got to see uh, the great and wonderful Anderson Paak indoors. I did. At uh, Madison Square Garden in New, Jer- New York. New York. New York City. Yep. Um, so tell us a little bit about that show, um, your experience, everything like that.
0: Okay. So I think uh, it was Thundercat and Earl Sweatshirt. You think? Do you remember yeah. what you saw? No, I don't know. Okay. I, I forgot the name of the group because I'm not, you know. Oh, so, I'm not so Thundercat much was uh, just
2: him, but he had a group with him.
0: No, he had, yeah, I think he had, like, two other people playing with him. It wasn't, uh, well, I'll get into that later. Okay. But, yeah, so it was. Uh, Paint the th- picture for us. You right, took right. a train, right? Yeah, I took a That's train. Uh, that was awful, but whatever. Okay. Because okay. Uh, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and they made me walk to, like, I was, like, near the back. They made me walk all the way to the front cart. Bathroom was out of order, so they made me walk all the way back. Then <laughs> they were out of soap. So, no, no, <laughs> they weren't out of soap. They didn't have water. Okay. So I put soap all over my hands. I you trying to use this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it was like globs of it on my hands. I look like a fucking idiot. Wow. And I try to just wipe it off and yeah. you know, not look all weird. Like just spit on your hands and try yeah. to wipe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God. Did that
2: dryer work at least? No. Nope. <laughs> it didn't matter, right? Nah, <laughs> no, it was terrible.
0: Okay. But, yeah, so I got to MSG, so that was fine. Um, yeah, I found the place pretty... It's like
2: The thing I like about MSG compared to... Um, Penn Station is yeah. it's next door for people who don't mm-hmm. live in New, New, New York. It's just you get it's off like the right train, you just make it. a left and right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's why I, like, um, I was just going to say like I didn't get lost or anything. It was literally right upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything from there went smoothly. I had to go up like, the only thing that was kind of inconvenient. I had to go like, up like seven or eight flights of stairs just to get to my seats because mm-hmm. I'm cheap. Until so you
2: realize there's an elevator, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I, there's no elevator. No, mm. I had to walk up all the stairs. Okay. It sucked, but whatever. So I get to my seat. Um What are you at? In the 300s? You, you said you're cheap, so I'm assuming. Yeah. You hit your like, head on the ceiling if you stood I up. I think <laughs> the most I paid was maybe like s- around like 60. That's so why I hate going to MSG
2: shows there. Yeah. I, yeah. I see comp, comedy shows there, and I'm like, I need binoculars. I'm like, fuck mm, this. I'm, really? like, going to have
0: to invest in but at the same time, it's got to be something I really want to see, uh-huh. you know? I feel like no matter where you sit, though, like, you pretty much have the same view unless you're, like, right in front. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I didn't think it was too, too bad. Yeah. Um, who open the show, then uh, a real short sweatshirt. No, it oh. was Thundercat. Thundercat. okay. Yeah, and they they played. A f- I'm not familiar with their stuff, but they played a few songs. People were kind of into it. They had like a kind of like a funk mixed with like rock kind of feel to yeah. them. Yeah, so Thundercat is amazing. Like I really this yeah. last album, uh, Drunk, that we reviewed, that made my top ten, and I I'm really
2: surprised that the crowd wasn't into it. But I feel like with MSG. It started at seven, so immediately he had to play at that exact minute. So people are still coming in, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it sucks in to be the, the first one to play at MSG or even at uh, PNC the amphitheater because as soon as it, where doors open at like smaller venues, you have time. Mm-hmm. Right. right at those places, it's like as soon as it hits that minute, they they're out there playing, and it's like, oh shit, I forgot the show. We're here for a show. Mm. Got to stop like doing whatever I'm doing outside and going. But um yeah he played like what half an hour I guess
0: uh yeah just about mm, that's cool it, it was pretty it was actually pretty I brief. like him a lot yeah yeah uh I don't know a lot of <laughs> a lot of the crowd just wasn't like they were kind of into it like half was into it and then the other half was kind of just like eh it's all right and then uh, <laughs> Earl came on and it was him and I think he had like a DJ in the back. And every, like, at least 90% of the songs he performed were from his newer album. Okay. which That we weren't crazy about. Yeah. <laughs> and n- literally no one was into it. It was very embarrassing. Like, I Did felt it? bad for the dude. Oh, wow. Like, it, like more than halfway into it, <laughs> he had to yell out to the crowd. He's like, Y'all still like me? And I was like, No. Oh, don't er! ask that question. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Please, I'm oh, sorry. Did everyone respond
2: with a cheer or were they like,
0: eh, this is nothing? <laughs> just a bunch nothing. of eh. oh, nothing. Nothing. Uh, just silence. Uh,
2: yes. Wow, that's worse than booing him.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then he's um, he like, <laughs> I guess he was just doing so poorly. He had to mention that like not a lot of people were in the crowd or something. And <laughs> that's so, the reason. Yeah. yeah. Stop, please. Stop. 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 stop the, making The acoustics yeah. are really bad here. I think you know. Yeah, Earl. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then after him. Um, I think yeah, Funk Flex came on. Oh and, and, shit! Yeah, that was actually pretty good. He tried to he tried <laughs> to get people excited after Earl. Like mm-hmm. it was slow, <laughs> slowly working because Anderson back. He told Funk Flex told the crowd he's like, "All right, Anderson wants to, wants me to get you guys lit and shit and all that stuff." And I mean, he it, used the word lit, huh? Yeah.
2: Wow, he's so out of touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he, Funk
2: Flex. He's still doing that stuff on Hot 97 where he plays the same song and. And scratches the, the intro seventy or eighty five times before you can fucking hear the song. Mm. He was just doing that like I'm gonna play the beginning of a song like for the next eight minutes. Yeah,
0: or he was talking <laughs> through it. I think. Oh yeah. The direction, the duration of like each song that he played was like at least ten seconds. So oh like he, he just did a different. Swi- okay. Yeah, he just yes. kept like switching mm. it out and out. <laughs> and then DJ I- snippet call <laughs> 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 him. After that, Anderson came on, which. Honestly, I think made up for all the stuff that happened. Wow! Prior. Yeah, he was really good. Like mm. he, he really knows how to perform. Mm. He, now well, he's uh, he's also not
2: only singing but he's playing drums. Uh, yep, okay. so
0: it was wow. insane, mm. and he didn't even seem like he was out of breath. Mm. Uh, of some of the guest appearances, I think it was. Well, oh, I know who one of them was, but I'm trying to see if anyone's. I think it was just Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster Rhymes showed up. Mm, wow. So he rapped for a Football's little bit. Flip in the squad. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. And, uh, yeah, he he did his thing for a little bit. And then after that, it was just uh, Anderson and the Free Nationals, and it was really good. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So I only played for, like, you know, would you say,
0: like, two hours till 11 something like that? Yeah, it was a little bit over 11. So, yeah. Okay. And he, everybody kept, like, screaming for encores and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I missed my train because of it, so I don't know. but <laughs> oh, it's a, it's it's all right though. It was worth it. Slept you slept, like you slept in the city that night? Uh, no, no, no. You, no, you, no, you no, took no, the one o'clock season, train, season, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. was lucky.
2: Yeah, there's always a one o'clock train for those reasons. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so like, was there like a an instant hit of marijuana in the air? Or something like lights went out. You hmm. know,
0: there was only like one or two people. Okay, and everyone else was, put, and I think. I think people wanted to put wanted them to put it out because they kept staring at him and they were just like, like wait, you smoking in here? <laughs> like I was like, oh, all right, I guess we're not supposed to do that right here. It's a concert, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just relax, like whatever. Yeah, huh, that but. was
2: happening at the when I went to, but it was outdoors. And there's certain yeah. shows where you just like, I figure like with Anderson Pock and Thundercat, anyway, mm. it's gonna attract the the, the weed heads anyway, yeah. and they're gonna like look around and stuff like that. And then security's like, fuck it, I I can't stop it. Exactly. It's too many people doing it. I feel I feel like they should have reversed the the opener openers I think yeah. Do you think that would have got people more into Thundercat? Probably.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Hmm. Cause I just
2: cause it's it's the same thing, right? He's doing like the funk that um, Anderson's doing. So I, I That's perfectly built. But mm-hmm. maybe it's just that's why I thought they would have a diverse verse order. Right. But it, I, maybe because Earl Search is with um you know like Tyler to create all of them, he's more famous.
0: Yeah. 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 So.
2: So how you're saying that's a good show to see him please come to your town but you yeah. don't say that you should like you know go to every every city to watch this show it won't be worth the money Um every or oh, it dep- also depends on who's like opening for him <laughs> for the whole, same openers yeah yeah same nah, shit definitely not Just go see it pay the money if, if wherever he's playing at your yeah, show Yeah if
0: it's just for him definitely you got to go Yeah
2: that's good man You got to see him I'm kind of jealous yeah. Get any uh, photos on Instagram On the gram uh, As I say it
0: No photo I got like a couple videos no. But that's pretty much it Like Or a, he's some tiny as fuck song. though right mm, <laughs> Yeah he's pretty, he's pretty skinny too Cause, Cause he, like, you're,
2: you're so far away You know you zoomed in I'm saying Oh yeah Oh okay I thought you meant like him <laughs> yeah, Actually yeah. like Yeah yeah. Small. yeah small dude Yeah so it's like Sometimes I'm like that, you know, I'll, I'll if I'm that far back and I pull up my phone and mm-hmm. I see someone way right in front of me with their phone, I'm like, why am I bothering? Yeah, Even yeah, if yeah. I throw it on YouTube, he's going to throw his on YouTube and <laughs> no yeah. one's going to watch my yeah, video because yeah, I'm yeah. so far away. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. You want to see that. So, um, what's up, man? I keep seeing you looking behind my shoulder really? like something's
0: happening. Really? Yeah. I thought that was, like, the first time I did it. Oh. <laughs> what was it? Oh, did I do it more? Do it more did it again. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. I feel like you're looking at something, and
2: I feel like there's, like, you know, the killer's behind me the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know? And we're just sitting here yeah. recording well, the podcast. I'm behind you. <laughs> Caroline, you didn't see any shows in the recent weeks? No. Okay.
3: The, I mean, the most recent one was, like, early early May. I
2: thought she was about to say Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 You were in the no. crowd. I, and I, lo- I was the one who loved it. <laughs> okay. just kidding. No,
3: it was, like, early May, and that was it. mm I'm not like I don't know. It's
2: you're not a concert person.
3: When there's it's I have like five artists that I really love. So like when they come and tour, I'll go see them. But they don't tour a lot.
2: Oh. Um. Because they're dead.
3: Because one of the well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not yet. Uh, okay. Don't I just thought they were like a long time that. ago or something. Like no, that. like one like Tom Waits is like probably never gonna tour again because he's like. He's getting up there, and then like Nick Cave toured a couple years ago, and I saw him, and I was like up, like I could barely see him from where I was, mm. um, but only because like I didn't, wa- I paid like seventy bucks for the ticket, so mm. I was like all the way up, like 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 where you were basically, yeah, yeah, um, but not at, at Madison Square Garden, um, and I don't know when he's gonna tour again because he's like Australian, so he usually just tours in Australia go to australia
2: or you're already going to france easy just hop the next flight yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and hope he's performing <laughs> somewhere
3: so i don't i haven't gone to a lot of All concerts right. so
2: we'll we'll try to do this this segment more often if you have one if that you want to do, do yeah. then we can talk about that too and we'll rate that let us know out there and in the, in the, if you like this whole thing of us reviewing concerts and giving it a rating scale we appreciate that so now we're gonna do the uh the the uh television show about uh, our binge and cringe and um Unfortunately, Caroline didn't get to see the show, mm. but she's gonna actually tell us why she missed it when we come back. So do you mind similar to when we did the um the the levy thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, sit that when well, me and Devin will do this whole segment. I'll go sit in the green room. Okay, yes, yes, I yeah. Have some of the appetizers <laughs> in there. Uh yeah, so Devin, um yep. let me get to my notes if you want to. Did you actually um have you how do you like our new uh our I did the whole like thing of a uh, of a uh, drawing of us, of mm-hmm. the uh, public perspective the
0: podcasting. What do you think? Was it like the thing that you showed me before that was the little demo? Yeah. there oh. was that. So you didn't see it yet then? No, I didn't get to see it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to please you, so I, d- I blood, sweat and uh, a lot of ink went into that. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But all but right. It yeah, it's a, it's a picture I drew. But okay. Whatever. I believe it's, it's good. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, all right, so here we go. Ready? Yep. All right, so I got to do a whole intro for this thing so we can do a video for it. Welcome to Binge or Cringe and this is where we watch a TV show that's streaming on one of the platforms and tell you whether it's binge-worthy or cringe-worthy. And today, Devin and I will be discussing season 5 of the Netflix show Black Mirror. scary scary so if you guys don't know about black mirror it's a british anthology series that uses like science fiction angle to show the dangers of technology so basically it's like some of the episodes take place in the alternate universe or sometimes it's in like the distant future but pretty much it's like a modern day twilight zone or for you obscure 80s fans it's like a modern day amazing stories so look up that reference if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, so unlike the previous two seasons, this current one only consists of three episodes instead of six, and I wasn't too worried about that, Devon. You know why? Because mm. um, the first two seasons were only three episodes, and those contained some of the best episodes of like the series. Mm. So I figured like this time around, they're looking for like like a quality as opposed to quantity. Right now, did you wa- do you watch the show like
0: a lot? Like a Black Mirror, um, your fan. Uh, I've watched a few episodes beforehand. I think it's a good show.
2: So you never, you're not all, you haven't ever seen every single one? Then? Not every single one, no. Okay. So what we're going to do today is uh, we're going to, I think what's best is we're going to just talk about each episode and like, you know, at the end, give our final analysis of this series. Um, <clears throat> so first episode was called Striking Vipers and it stars Anthony Mackie mm-hmm. as like Danny. And I believe the girl's name was Nicole Behari plays his girlfriend and eventually his wife, Theo. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second plays his best friend Carl. And they kinda like were best friends and they fell out of touch for like eleven years and they get back together and then they're hanging out. And this one the I think the technology that they're in this theme the technology theme in this episode is virtual reality because they bond over this game called um, Striking Vipers and there's a new version of it that comes out that some virtual reality version and then they start playing it so when i come when it comes to me with like uh black mirror episodes i don't know about you same thing Devin. Mm. you'll watch it and you're like okay what is the you're waiting to see what this is going to be about right and it felt like it took about 20 minutes before we finally found out it was going to be about the video game then it was like another six minutes till we found out like where they were going with that yeah you know so um I'm going to say like, cause we don't want to like spoil anything really. But not only did I find like this to be like a bit slow, I was really uninterested about this episode. Hmm. And then the really thing that bothered me was like the dilemma that happens. Like, I feel like you could just talk about it and it would have been a big deal. And that's literally what happens at the end. Mm. So it's like, okay, that was like kind of like kind of dragging on I guess dragging on a thing that you okay. could just say what the issue is and it won't be a thing anymore. Mm. Um, what would you think?
0: Um, well, there's a certain twist in it that I really didn't expect. That's okay. probably uh, I can't really go into the right. I don't want to spoil anything. I feel but, like what you're
2: saying is you thought you thought they were going to go somewhere and they didn't do that. Is that what you mean?
0: Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah, definitely. In a way. Gotcha. Um, but I, that actually is the only thing that kept me interested. I'm like, wait, like what they're going to like do this all right I'm like where are they going to go with it mm. and i don't know after that it kind of just got a little weird for me <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay like all right oh yeah i can't i can't spoil anything i will but. say
2: that i liked like when they're actually playing the game and they're in the virtual reality like when they're sitting on the couch and they're like kind of zoning out that yeah, looked kind of yeah. cool like the like or creepy like if you walked in on someone mm. playing the game it's like they really should make a way where you don't look so weird yeah. when, you're, when you're in the virtual Well, they've reality.
0: been using that like technology from other uh episodes right yeah so yeah. i guess which by that time i want to know like the timeline is with these like episodes because some of that there had to be like some problems that were reported because of that <laughs> stuff like right that that stuff is dangerous i think mm. so i
2: don't know I didn't see the danger in it yet, uh, but I, in that particular episode, but I yeah. know in other episodes there are dangers to it. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the avatars they had? I thought they, I mean, in the game, I thought they did a good job acting-wise. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. I thought they, um, I mean, they played, I mean, just video game characters. So right. It was just pretty much... You
2: know, but they had like you know depth to the the, the video game characters since it was them, mm. so I thought that was yeah. I guess I guess the I guess
0: actual like characters' personalities did show through pretty well, mm. so yeah, I think they, they I think those actors did a good job doing that.
2: Yeah, so overall, I guess I was a little more underwhelmed with the episode than you were. Um, uh,
0: probably. I mm. thought I thought it was all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll maybe I'll say that it was it was okay. Yeah, uh, I wasn't too disappointed in it.
2: Yeah. Um. So the next episode was called Smithereens and that starred Andrew Scott playing like Chris, who's like kind of like an Uber driver in a way. And he like picks up employees outside of a building of a social media company called Smithereen and uh, Topher Grace. Haven't seen him in a while. Right. He actually uh, plays the guy, Billy Bauer, who is the head of the company. So uh, obviously Chris is like, upset about something cuz he goes to like a group session every like week where there's a lady there that's also depressed about something and mm-hmm. we come to find out by the end of the episode that that had literally nothing to do with the story if they took her completely out it of it it wouldn't change anything it wouldn't change shit so no. that I don't know why they had that going on but then eventually between in an the introduction and that revelation that that lady had no point in the in the episode it's just a really long um hostage standoff with the police that's the whole episode Mm. um so not only did i that is that the problem i felt like the the whole like message of this episode was oh don't use your cell phone while driving Mm. okay thanks (laughs) like wow i didn't that was really
0: preachy to me you know yeah that was so i don't know dude yeah it was just like i was just so uninterested because of it and i'm like Oh, that's the moral of the story. That's cool. Right. And like with these kind of episodes in this show that you're like talk, Black Mirror, like you think there'd be more like high tech stuff involved. Right. It's like this stuff could basically happen in today's society. I thought I was thinking like I would see some like futuristic. Kind Those of are the good or, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then also sometimes they do stuff that's could happen now, mm. but
2: they had a twist that, you know, it's it's. Like you said, uh, uh, like I said, it's like kind of like a alternate universe where if they, if something's happening now, if they really tweaked it, yeah, there's a there's a dangers in it. We already know if you uh, are on social media, you know, and driving, there's things could go wrong. We know that. <laughs> yeah. So what are you telling us? And then when we really find out what's bothering Chris, it was just like I was so speechless, like the same way Billy was, mm. only because I was like so underwhelmed by this twist. Mm. It's like what do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, that's what he exactly yeah, said. It's yeah, yeah. like, like uh, okay. And then I'm, he, I'm sorry. I yeah. I, uh, and with all that, having that whole, like open to interpretation ending
0: fucking bullshit. Like yeah. there's
2: no reason for that. You, you have to have closure if you're not going anywhere with the story. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so what's,
0: what's there to interpret? Yeah. Like,
2: Either well, I mean, either I one person was... or the other person or both. Like, well, why are we? Why, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, what I'm saying when I got when they wanted like, what what happened at the end? We don't know. Well, I don't, don't know. Care. I think they kind
0: of, <laughs> I think they kind of subtly tell you just by like the expression on um, God Topher Grace's face. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you pretty much know what's gonna happen, but or, or what already mm, happened, I guess.
2: But there's three scenarios that could have happened. Uh, wait. One, two, four, yeah. and obviously the his expression means that it wasn't the happiest ending. Yeah, but if we go with the other three, yeah, something bad happened. Yeah, so I can't, t- I can't, I can't tell from one of all the three because you make the expression for all three endings. Yeah, yeah, uh, outcomes. Sorry, um, terrible episode. That's my point. Nah, it was boring. <laughs> <Worse. laughs> it was so boring. Um, <laughs> then. Final episode, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley, too. In this one, we get Miley Cyrus, and mm-hmm. she plays a world-famous pop star who is admired by socially awkward team Rachel, played by, I want to get her name right, Anguri Ra- Rice. Anguri Rice. I, I can't say her name, really, but I'm sorry I butchered her name. I never heard of her before. Rice. Is that her name? I have no I idea. I never heard of her before, the yeah, girl that really plays neither. her. Uh, and Madison da- Davenport plays her older sister, Jack who is into alternative rock, plays guitar, and has a nose ring. Ooh, edgy. She kind of looked like a younger Lindsay Lohan to me. Like, I kept <laughs> looking at her, and I'm like, hey, she looks like her,
0: but... Maybe. Maybe then, with like a slimmer face. <laughs> just a little bit.
2: You're forgetting a younger Lindsay Lohan. You're thinking a oh. newer one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for Rachel's birthday, she gets an interactive tiny robot named Ashley, too, which is also voiced by Cyrus. So, this episode artificial intelligence is like the uh, is like the, the tech factor, mm-hmm. right? Um, so and then also the moral is some pop stars have their creativity stifled by their managers and record labels. Mm-hmm. Shocking. I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that was the point there. And they really get like dark with it. So honestly, like I, I think like my I think of Miley Cyrus, as like Hannah Montana and like being in like Teeny Bopper shows hmm. or actress. so but in this episode she's really killing it with like the uh, the dramatic like scenes like she has a really dramatic acting chops that she was like you know going with did you notice that like certain yeah. scenes like i'm like wow this girl can there's really definitely
0: act a, there's definitely a few dark moments
2: i was surprised how well she can like you know convey like you know emotions and like you know uh, anger and i mean and she's despair. not a robot well <laughs> yeah, ironically yes <laughs> <she's not. laughs> But she was—I thought she's really good, doing really good acting.
0: Mm. Yeah, she was good.
2: <laughs> then, like half, like through, like something happens to Ashley too, mm. and like the episode, like the tone, like switches. Spirals downward, <laughs> and it's just like every which way. Yeah, you want to put like, it that way. <laughs> it
0: just goes. It's like what?
2: Where? What? All right. The- <laughs> I was—that's where I you wanna was go. That's. like how much kind of like a a teen girl comedy show now and then like oh now Miley Cyrus can. Curse up a storm now. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I thought she was going to do. This yeah, so, yeah. you know, and now she's they, they're making her do exactly what you expect her to do. Mm. And it didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode at all at that point. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah um,
0: I didn't get the feeling. Yeah, it was. I just. I, I just it kind of like you said, it just kind of like fell apart for if For me, it fell apart after that. It like was they, like,
2: you know, you had like a big uh, house of matches uh, and you just Drop a rock on it. It wasn't like it just suddenly just yeah. came down. It was just instantly, it just falls apart, you know. Um, the thing that was bothering me the whole episode, and I'm glad they actually, or I'm, I am glad and not glad that they call attention to it, is her song has like lyrics in it. And then I was like, why does that sound familiar? And I'm like, it not like that Nine Inch Nails song had like a hole. And I'm like, if you took her song mm. and sang the Nine Inch Nails song, it had like a whole like over each line. It hey, yeah, oh, oh, perfectly, my goal. Right. But then at the end of the episode, <laughs> that's what they're doing. Remember? They're, yep. they're doing that yeah. song. They're doing a cover of that song, mm. which uh, I read that Trent Reznor approved of. So I want to like, easily, if I met him, he'd be like, hi, Drill And I immediately slapped him in the face. <laughs> what and he'd be like, thinking? What, what, the f- what was that for? He'd be like, you know what you did. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, so what do you think of that episode for the most part?
0: Um I was into it for about twenty five minutes mm. and then after that I was just like So when it man. fell apart, it fell apart for you. Yeah. Um I think like I was kinda like I was getting tired of like the, the lead little girl. Okay. She was getting way too annoying for me. Like okay. because she's just I don't know. The super fandom thing was just getting on my nerves and I don't know. I was surprised when the I her, was
2: more upset with her sister because she would be really? a
0: total bitch about like nothing. Like, just leave her alone. Let her have her thing, you know. Yeah. And, and I, then, I mean, that's kind of sibling sometimes,
2: though. They shouldn't share a room, I guess. It's a problem. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> but, OK, so. Um, all right. That's that's a good point. And then um, the way it like, you know, pans out is just like there's like a part in the middle where like the whole like. Let's pretend we're like, you know, where we work somewhere and we'll just get into like this place. Like basically the same thing they did in Bad Boys 3 mm. where they pretended to be like, you know, like, you know, exterminators. In, in mm. That doesn't work. <laughs> it does not work. The, especially if you look like you're 17. Oh, I work for this company. Like, can let me come in and do like the, that? Oh, sure. Come right in. Oh, it's like dude. That's when it felt like it's like who wrote this show that like did Chris Booker stop writing and then they got like the cast of like. You know, um, some teens still that's on Nickelodeon now to like finish it. Right, right. So, um, oh, I gotta get the button. right. So, all in all, this is easily the worst Black Mirror season ever. Yeah. And I think that, like, if you if you think of the three worst episodes of the whole series, that's what they basically did: is took three bad episodes and just made it the whole and put it all in the one. That's what it was like watching that. So for me, I say this is a cringy show. Our cringy season, so cringe. Devin, what do you think?
0: The only, I don't know. The only um, episode I could say I could stand for like throughout the whole thing really was the first one, right? And then everything else was just forgettable. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably say cringe. Yeah,
2: by law of average, right? Yeah, so Black Mirror, got to do much better for season six. But uh, if you saw this season of Black Mirror, let us know what you think in the comment section. Or if you want to send us a longer email, tell us what you think about it. We appreciate all your thoughts on that. All right, so that's done. So Caroline, get back here. Um, so Caroline actually didn't watch it by choice. And I thought it'd be nice to, like, you know, like just telling, telling everyone the reason. You can actually give us your reason why. You didn't watch this episode or just didn't want to participate in this thing?
3: Oh, I fucking hate this show. Really? I hate it. Wow. I hate it so much. I watched the first two seasons and they were pretty good. Um, And then I watched like maybe half of the third season and I just gave up. Now,
2: third season is when we got that one episode where you can like, you know, um, yelp people. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that was the first episode. Okay. I want to make, cause each, each season I have to think of like the, the jump off episode and I can remember like, you know what that was. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And it was basically that episode that made me realize I'm not going to enjoy this show anymore. Um, and even in the first two seasons, there were like, so over the two seasons, there were six episodes. There were maybe half of those that I actually like enjoyed and would want to watch again. The rest were kind of just like meh. Mm -hmm. Um, so I gave up <coughs> like halfway through season. I, what was it, three or whatever? And just washed my hands of the entire ordeal.
2: Now what's not you're not liking about? It? You don't like anthology shows. You don't. I like love anthology okay. shows
3: um, when they were well done, and this one isn't. Uh, it's just I don't know. Every episode is just like it's just so like um, I don't know. It thinks it's being so clever, and when it really, really isn't, it's like wow, okay, cool, yeah, everyone. Everyone uses Instagram and Facebook and they like each other's posts and stuff. What if we did that but in real life? <sighs> but it's like every, you know, 17-year-old has thought of that and wrote a short story about it in their creative writing class in <laughs> high school.
2: So you want something really, like, you know, cerebral for them to I, do. Yeah,
3: I want – and, like, but, I'm just sick of, like – because Charlie Booker's, like, in his, like, 50s or something. I'm just sick of, like – middle-aged people being afraid of technology and like using that as like a jumping off point to create like edgy art so that's why like there are a lot of like albums and like a lot of albums a couple that we've reviewed made by like middle-aged like bands or whatever where it's all about like put down your phones guys and it's like you can believe that you don't have to write an hour-long album about it or you know however many three episodes so in three hours total for one season about how you're afraid of technology or like how you're afraid that it's going to be the end of the world it's like it's just like i don't know it just drives me fucking crazy like i could <laughs> go on and on and on about how much i hate this show and why um but i feel like i've done that enough as it is so that's my <laughs>
2: answer. Okay. okay that's why i was hoping you, you have yeah. a really profound reason so. I, I i feel like i feel like tacto because it's like yeah. i feel like this deep though like certain episodes, Cert- yeah, certainly. But then I feel like if it gets too cerebral, then I won't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Then you'll be happy. You know? like well, which,
3: <laughs> which episodes c- from like the first two and a half seasons did you oh like? Oh
2: man, okay. So uh, real quick, though, with the guy, the the prime minister that had that make like, that choice, the between, very first yeah, episode. That yeah. was not really like you know the, the the science technology of that was everyone was focused on that yeah. than the girl. I thought the whole dilemma he was in was something was like I was up. like, Oh man, what if it was me? That's I like those ones. Yeah. But the fucking greatest show ever that I'm like, man, I'd be what would happen in the world if it was like that is where you can like look through your mind and replay things oh, that you the just eyes? watched. Yeah. That was my favorite episode. That was too. awesome and, and, and that I'm was like, first season. The right. last episode so of Probably first like season. the third episode or, or yeah. the third first season. And I'm yeah. like, that's awesome, man. Like if you had that you could you could like one person go to the movie theater watch a fucking movie. Yeah, you They record come home it on and it's like, eyes. show it yeah. in your eyes, show like what they saw. I'm like, that'd be great. Would there be no more movie theaters anymore? Mm. Would there be no more like, you know, any form of entertainment because anything, everything mm. we see, like, you know, we can just entertain ourselves from now on. Right. Like, that was what was blowing my mind and I just yeah. keep thinking about that I think one. that
3: was their best episode.
2: Um, From the second Sorry. season, no, the I have season. to say, uh, man, there's the first episode of the second season I didn't like. Then there's one where some girl had to like, was like in a house and they were trying to teach her a lesson. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like a, a thing that they constantly Reveal, do over and over yeah. over again. What was the first? Uh, one? Don't know if I like that one that much. But yeah. See? for me and me and uh, Devin, for when they went to six episodes, like I really liked the one with the Yelp thing. Oh. Season four, when it was like that ship that the guy mm. had, I, you said you're not watching the show that much, Devin, but um, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I and then that there was like a, sh- a, a short episode where it's like a machine head was like black and white and like this robot dog was chasing kind of like Terminator. Mm. So I, I kind of like like those. But there are some episodes that were bad and I feel like in this fifth season, they just like, well, let's take all the bad episodes and just make one episode, one season. Mm. They'll like that. And it's like mm. uh, this really bothered me, you know, yeah. just what would you think Netflix. about the, um, the interactive um, band? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I hate how they were like forced me to like make choice. I didn't want to make like if I'm like, they're like, oh, you want to follow this guy? I'm like, not really. I just want to go home. Mm. It's like, yeah, well, you got to follow him. It's like, <laughs> well, why are you asking me what choice I got to make if I have to do this just to move your story along? Yeah. You and then like, well. I thought it was cool. Like it right. was like, like he's playing a video game that you can make choices. And so yeah. are we. <laughs>
3: Dude Maybe
2: that, that What What if we're in
3: a game
2: Simulation Wow Caroline seemed like the type of person That probably watched Truman's show And was like Psh. Whereas I'm like What if I'm on a TV show Right now <laughs> 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 Like when I first saw Truman's show mm-hmm. I'm like that That kind of shit blows my mind you know. But it's yeah. just The like
0: things I, I always kind of get yeah, yeah Like invested in <laughs> I guess it's not not so much gr- <laughs>
3: I mean, just not that kind of like psychological. I guess because I like yeah. psychological thrillers and I like mind fucks, but like when it's all like technology based, mm. I just mm. I feel like it's such a easy, it's such a cheap trick. To be like, wow, man, we have computers in our hands, but what if the computers were in our brains?
2: Whoa. what if they were? It's just
3: a slippery slope <laughs> fallacy, and it's just boring to me. Mm.
2: So. Caroline, name three things that you like that everyone else likes. She's like breathing. Things that I like <laughs> that everyone else likes.
3: Um, nothing. Oh no! I'm <laughs> sure there are things I just can't think of them right now.
2: That's your homework assignment for next show. All right. I'm kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> this is why I'm we gonna ha- be
3: preoccupied by it.
2: This is why we have you on. You're the. Uh, you're the. Um, uh, yeah. You're the. What is that thing where every the. A science experiment where it's a complete opposite. Oh, the control. The, the control. control group. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So I'm feeling I see where this review is going to go, but let's find out how it goes anyway. Let's, let's start off with the uh, album reviews. And we're going to start off with DJ Khaled, father of a shot. Um, Miami DJ, record producer, media personality and all around hype man. Did I cover everything that he pretty much does? Yeah, pretty much. Um This is his eleventh studio album and like all of his albums, this one features a roster of popular rappers and artists, as well as many guest producers for each track. Kala doesn't does he does get writing and producing credits on every song, but I'm not sure if, if he counts when he says his name, We the Best Music or oh another one as gosh. a contribution. Is that Really I was what like he pulling
1: means? out my hair,
3: like, <laughs> the, and there's like the 18 best. songs on this. Yeah. And every single one starts out with those three phrases, and I like that alone makes me hate this <laughs> album.
2: This is so. This is your first one, uh, okay? I'm sorry, I just, you weren't ex- <laughs> you weren't expecting this, actually. For no, me, yeah. yeah. No, uh, the last album I heard in review was the 2016 album Major Key. So this is why I'm kind of from what knew that was gonna be what I'm going to be in for him to say those three mm. things over and over again. And um, I thought that album was a mixed bag. Some good, some bad songs. And I didn't get a chance to hear his last album, Grateful. But I have certainly heard that Rihanna song, Wild Thoughts, enough in my lifetime. You remember, You heard that yeah, song, yeah. On Rihanna. I, so I'm, when I heard that song a hundred times last summer or summer before, I'm like, I don't need to hear that album. I'm good. Um, so I, like this is the first album you guys ever heard from, him. so Devin, like, uh, yeah. what is your like, you know, uh, history with him? Like, any singles you remember from the past history. thirteen years?
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know I had a history. Like,
2: bro. I don't want. I want to gauge, like, um, you know, what you were. Where I know we were expecting when this album, like,
0: I think one of the song like years ago, it was like I'm on one by Drake, yeah. and I think Lil Wayne was on it. Right. But I remember that song pretty much. Like the only song that I remember that was okay. Like so you're not
2: by him. you're not following his life affirming oh message God, on no. Instagram. I you mean, don't like. I his remember memes. when he was
0: like bigger on like Snapchat and stuff. Snapchat, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty funny, <laughs> but then it got old pretty quick, and I was yeah. like, all right, well, okay. So but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not that like. Super familiar with his work. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Caroline, you obviously haven't heard any of the singles like I'm So Hood or. No, um,
3: I've heard of him. I know of him because he refuses to go down on his wife. And because (laughs) he. Was that a
0: song? I don't remember that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, no, he was like saying it on Twitter or something. That was like a whole thing where he was like,
3: oh, she'll go down on me, but I won't go down on her because, like, but that's Katie an odd 69. I'll to. tell you that. That's like, the most awkward like 69
2: ever. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> so then, you like you're gonna start anytime soon. <laughs> everyone
3: got all mad at him because it was like, well, that's not fair. Right. Um. So like, that's the only reason that. And then like the whole thing about like, don't play yourself. Mm. That was like a video that w- you went around. Yourself. Oh no, yeah, you played yourself. Uh,
2: there he there said one. one. No, he says. Uh, what does he say? You know, oh, you're right. He does say that. I forgot what it is. You're right. You just played. Congratulations, you You played yourself. yourself. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those
3: are the only reasons I know of him. I had never heard of any of his music, and so he doesn't like rap or sing on any of these, does he? So he's he's a a
2: producer, producer, but that's where I'm confused. Like, if you you already have producers. Like what are you doing? It's kind of like that's it's kind of like in the the movie uh, Office Space. Like what do you do? That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like, told you I gather everybody together. <laughs> I have people skills. Um. So as far as I'm concerned, his albums are like compilations. Like no yeah. real theme. Yeah. Like he just compiles some commercial artists with like some trendy beats to make a catchy catchy anthems mm. to appease the masses. That's that's the point. So you can't you can't get mad at him for not for his hustle. So. Despite the cool. obvious yeah. fact um, of all that like I said, I must give the man credit when he does wor- do- when it does work. So I'm going to discuss the tracks that work. Hmm. So coming almost out the gate with the current mainstream artists, we get Cardi B and Twenty One Savage together yeah. on like the bass heavy trap tune yeah. Wish, "Wish Wish." Cardi drops like her usual lines about jewelry, women who are beneath her, and of course her vagina. All like when she says, All these hoes looking cold, all these bitches fish sticks. Put this ribbon on my box because this pussy's gifted. <laughs> 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 I was like, Okay. Hey, what on, I expect from her. 21 Savage keeps the grimy oh, thing boy. going. Plus, he stays on the I'm so wealthy and my sex game is on point topic. It's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think they compliment each other well. So at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, uh, Good, good mashup with those two. Ooh. What's wrong? You don't like them?
0: <laughs> I mean, I like. I was actually a little mad about how much I liked how catchy it was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, Cardi was a, like, like, hey, oh, I are, loved this!" Are, yeah, like, like I knew, I knew it was trash, but like I liked it. A little mm-hmm. bit. it but um, I I just have a problem with Twenty One Sat. Like I hate his delivery of his rhymes and everything like that. He just seems like so bored whenever he raps. <laughs> And it just, I don't know. It gets on my nerves.
2: What do you think, Caroline? You think he seems like disinterested or? I just hated this whole song. <laughs> okay. What was wrong with it?
3: Everything. Okay. Like I liked the beat and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Yeah. Once they start, yeah. You know. Once like anyone opened their mouths, I was like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So things get a little better than I would say on the gospel inspired up the thing track higher. That song's actually everyone's like talking about because John Legend's on there like belting it out. And um, mm-hmm. it actually features the recently gunned down Nipsey hustle yeah. on the verses. So I feel like we actually should talk about that since he just passed away. Um, what did you think of Nipsey's verses? Caroline.
3: Me? Why am I yeah. going first? OK, <laughs> I thought we could just trade <laughs> off. Oh, I don't know.
2: OK. You want to go first, Evan? Uh Give Caroline something to give me a minute so she can think of what to say. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I don't really want to go for it. <laughs> All right. So this is
2: what I feel about it. You guys can, like, you know, say. So, Nipsey Hussle, honestly, I'll say that. Um, and I know this is going to sound like, you know, kind of cliche, but I mm-hmm. thought the lyrics were, and it, it was well. His voice was raw and inspirational. And I honestly think he seemed dedicated, and it's kind of sad that he's gone because mm-hmm. he seemed like the only uh, Streetwise rapper around that had something to say. Mm. but um, I can't really sit there and say like, oh man, like my life is so different now that I heard his rhymes. Mm. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's what he's saying is, is truth and it's good. Mm. That's really all I feel about it. I say, feel like
0: there are people out there like, oh, did he know what was going to happen? Like with some of the stuff he's. Yeah. Saying a rapper mentions
2: anything about death. It's like, oh like, my God, yeah. do they know they're going to yeah. die someday. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like they could see the future. Yeah.
2: Season.
0: So yeah, <laughs> it's terrible though. <laughs> Sheesh.
2: Like, but uh, John John Legend sounds good as always, and hmm. Piano Party is playing is good, um, but we 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 don't only get newer rappers or and stuff. We get the older people too, uh, from the mainstream. Besides Lil Wayne and Rick Ross, we get the legendary Nasty Nas on "Won't Take My Soul," and this has like a piano instrumentation mixed with a high pitched like backing female vocal sample, which I thought was okay, but I thought like CeeLo Green sounded soulfully sweet throughout mm-hmm. the hook. And uh, Nas's bars were on par with the way he sounds on his on his more recent catalog. Mm. Like it, like obviously I'm a fan of Nas '94, but I think like now he's what he said when he's when you see him on a song or a feature, it's like I I anticipate what he's got to say and the way he's gonna put the words together because he's a wordsmith at the end of the day. Mm. I thought he did a good job.
0: Yeah, it's not often either, because I don't really see a lot of, like, stuff with Nas. Nas like, yeah. recently.
2: Yeah, especially since, like, that thing it did with Kanye, like, last year. That, like, seven-track album. Mm. But um, you Kanye fan? Uh, oh, not Kanye. Nas fan at all?
3: I don't think I've listened to Nas. Mm. I don't think I've listened to, like, any of these
2: artists. Oh, no. uh, mm. But I know you heard of this guy then, which I was surprised to have him on the album. Uh, Jay-Z comes on. Oh, yeah. With the... Uh, drop some verses on the track top off. And this song samples future song Maybach when I, I took the top of the Maybach. I took the top of the Maybach. And I actually remember that song from a few albums ago. And I'm like, I actually liked that song. So I wasn't mad that they sampled that and played it 50 times. And um, <laughs> Jay Z's flow, I thought, mixed with the beat, I thought will get you hype. Mm. You know, I was hyped up, but I was really surprised to hear Beyonce coming on that and drop some profanity laced like braggadosis mm-hmm. verse towards the end. I thought that shit was, like, both hood and sexy at the same time. Hmm. Um, what? Nothing. What? I, I mean. You always see. You seem kind of bored with everything I say. No, her. no. I'm
0: not. I'm just listening to <laughs> <you>. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I'm not bored.
2: Did you like uh, Beyonce's uh, so
0: part? You know, or? What, what, Did what? think how it was sexy? Was, how long was that song?
2: Uh, I would say, like, you know, like, not even five minutes. Four minutes. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> this, oh, really? I, I, Some of the songs felt know. short to you? I don't know if I, l- I looked at it like a snippet of the video because mm-hmm. I thought it was like a I saw like a short version of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I she like, wasn't on that long that part, but it was like was mostly
2: very very yeah, very yeah. She in the end it oh, was like really? Jay Z no. chorus, Jay Z chorus, and she came in. Okay. and that was it. The the future part was a sample oh, of it. Right in, yeah. But um, mm. I like that part. Um, so would you guys say I've been pretty fair with like this album, like saying like good things about it? Yeah, you've said yeah. some good things yeah. about it. Okay, are you gonna go say some bad thank things you. about it now? Because this album is fucking boring. <laughs> That's what yeah. I thought. Oh. thank you. That's the way I, I I really feel about it. It's a it's a boring project. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're Caroline, you're angry about it, but I from not knowing, thank but I know. just knew what I was getting into. But I but I just was really eh, the usual Khaled ca- production. Just it just. He's just actually proving that just because you have a popular artist and they have a popular sound doesn't mean it's good, mm. you know? And I, yeah. I hear – and I'll be honest, like, when you have stuff like that, you feel like everyone's phoning in their, like, verses and stuff. Like, but I think they're trying. Mm. You know, they're really putting, like so – they actually want to do it, <laughs> whether it's for the money or something. I, I feel like there's, like, this – like, every artist on here wants to be there, whether they – there or not really, but um, mm. um, but the majority of the beats and the instrumentals they are both generic and forgettable, yeah. And that's for the ones that were original. What do you think, Caroline? Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I'm talking about the stuff when they was actually an original beat, and I'll get into like the fucking blatant sampling uh, stuff yeah. in a minute. Oh but. yeah, well yeah.
3: Um, I maybe it's because I'm not familiar with a lot of these artists, but like a lot of the songs sounded very similar. Mm. Um, and all the songs you mentioned that you liked Were not ones that I liked Which is why I had like nothing to say about them Okay Um, But even the few songs that I liked I It's it's not even that like I liked them But they were tolerable Right the rest of the One of my po- favorite terms
2: <laughs> 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 so I want to hear about this What what did you tolerate then? What did I tolerate? <laughs> like which songs? Yeah give me like one then you don't have to I tell liked me, like, the 100%. first one Okay I
3: liked the first track There was just so much going on a lot of like layering of like different okay. artists and different like things going on. I liked that one. Um, it's kind of about
2: That's it. it? Okay. <laughs> Devin. Uh, I, was, did you like the songs okay. I liked or did you like uh Um, um
0: I liked the uh, yeah, pretty much. I liked what is it? Let me see. <clears throat> I like yeah higher wish wish, uh, weather the storm I like by um, when Meek I think Meek Mill Meek was Mill yeah album.
2: yeah Meek Mill's on actually two songs on there yeah. right yeah
0: Big Boy Talk I like that I liked like the later half of the album mm. because I felt like I don't know I guess he brought on some like artists that are actually like credible t- yeah and talented right. <laughs> like, yeah and
2: like, you're not hearing it on the radio a hundred times now yeah so maybe that's why I'm so turned off by Meek Mill because I hear him. All the time on the radio. Yeah. Um, so getting into like the, the sampling shit. So like that song, Wild Thoughts, I mentioned earlier, that samples the Wyclef song, Maria, Maria. Maria. Khalid is like like playing towards people's nostalgia on the track Just Us, which <laughs> loops like the intro to Outkast's Miss Jackson. Yep. And uh, SZA sings the entire track. And she sounds amazing, I think, but I feel this will be like the overplayed song of the summer yeah easily and then going back to the 90s nostalgia the song freaking you samples the jodeci song of the same name and on here they speed up like the original song so basically casey from jodeci sounds like alvin and the chipmunks (laughs) (laughs) and it's like that's their way of like you know tweaking a song just play it really fast so to me it sounded like the normal nostalgia i got was like when you're in the 90s when you would want to record someone's like tape you put it in and you push high speed dubbing just mm. to listen to them sound like chipmunks because that's the way we entertain ourselves back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it was. I was it like, was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Other than that, the tracks with Meek Mill or the song Jealous featuring Chris Brown on the hook. I'm like with and That was OK. Although the song featuring Big Sean, uh, Jealous and the one later, um, mm. which I'll get into. I thought Big Sean really killed it on this album as like a
0: more yeah. newer rapper. Mm. But he was just, he was giving thanks to DJ Khaled, right? Robot yeah. Opportunities uh, and stuff. Yeah, okay.
2: Giving thanks to everybody. But I, the only thing I didn't like about that. Thank you song was yeah. that verse. He said that was, I was cringing like hard when he says, uh, trying to think, thank everybody for help who helped us along the way. is like trying to name every single member of the Wu-Tang clan. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I
3: thought that was funny. I did like that song. I thought that line I liked was the funny. song,
2: but that line was like, mm, I don't know. Just cut that out. <laughs> 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 uh, Celebrate features uh, Post Malone and Travis Scott in their first ever collaborations. Finally, wow. we waited for this for years. They're finally together, guys. Uh, so uh, Travis continues to be like this decades T Pain as he drowns his vocals in audio tunes. Oh. and then like Post Malone is just on the first verse. So if you blink, you might miss it. <laughs> um, Caroline, we got. I'm not to argue with this on this because I thought Holy Mountain was a fucking Mess. Really? Yes. That I
3: liked it.
2: So, if you guys don't know, that song features a uh, Buju Banton and like several other like a reggae million. artists. A million and things <laughs> are going on. It was. That's awesome. the problem. It was like. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, and the rest of the album is just like <laughs> the same, basically like the same two or three songs with like however many artists just yeah. shuffling together and doing different things, and it's yeah. but it all sounds the same. This one was like the only oh,
2: track so you, like, that I different. could. Yeah, yeah, it was exciting.
3: Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't just like boring. It was there was like stuff happening.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you like when people are experimental, even whether yeah. it works or not. Uh, yeah. Okay.
3: And I didn't see it as a mess. I thought it saw it as, as I don't know. I thought it was well done. I thought. But there were so many
2: beat switch ups, like you said. They were hitting every single like dance hall cliche, like whether it's like the the bass beat, the weed references, you know. When you say "one split for a day keeps the yeah, evil away," yeah, that was
3: obnoxious. Um I, I'm not gonna lie; that that loop was. Obnoxious. I was
2: like, just pick a beat, stick with it, dude. But I see what you're saying. That's why you. Like, uh, what did you think, yeah. Devin? Be the tiebreaker.
0: Yeah, you know, I thought it was just too much. <laughs> like I thought it was just like a jumbled mess, and I I didn't enjoy any of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'll leave. <laughs> no, <laughs> no
3: I, we're happy you <laughs> like like the moment. Then I that's liked good. One you song. liked one song.
2: Oh, I forgot to mention um, another surprise. Uh, no brainer has Justin Bieber on the hook. Yeah. Uh, Quavo, I didn't even need to listen to that. I heard you didn't it so like many it? times. I, oh, you have? On the radio? Yeah. Uh, it does sound like a radio hit. Yeah. Um, Chance the Rapper and uh, Justin Bieber together, I wouldn't ever imagine that. And then Quavo from uh, Migos on there. I thought the song was adorable. Like, I kind of liked it.
0: Yeah. I mean, no? no. It's too
2: adorable? Okay.
0: It's yeah. just, it's harmless, but, uh, I mean. <laughs> it's not hurting
2: anybody. Leave yeah. the song alone. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Justin Bieber alone. Um, yeah, so I'll go first. Uh, like, why Diday Khaled calls himself the best is fucking beyond me. It's beyond me. It's yeah. like His albums should are average at best. That's what he should call his record label. Mm. We the average at best music. Mm. <laughs> it's like a mouthful, but, like, it actually is honest. So... This album, I'm going to say you can skip it. It sucks. Uh, Caroline, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I was like, oh, God. I just, it was a chore to get through this the first time, and it was even more of a chore to get through it the second time. So, obviously, I'm going to say skip this.
2: Okay, she wasn't that man. That's good. Skip this. Devin, what do you mm. think?
0: Uh, like I said earlier, I think the first half was pretty – forgettable. I didn't really like it at all. But the second half with like <clears throat> the more well-known artists. I kind of I, I enjoyed a lot more than, you know, the beginning and stuff. And I'd say download this just mm-hmm. for that. OK, you know, I don't this think with a mixed bag for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Devin says download it. So there's some songs you can cherry pick out of it. Yeah. But uh, let us know what you think in the comments. What do you think of comments section? What do you think of the new DJ Khaled? Is he the best? Is this another one? Of his great albums, let us know. Also, you can send us a lengthy email if you want to tell us a more in-depth thought of that. We appreciate everything you have to say. All right, so uh, you should start buying his uh, albums now, like well, uh, or mean, listen to his I'm not <laughs> <do that>. DJ <laughs> Khaled ranking it. best to worst, worst to best of his albums. I, I feel like they would all be 11s for me. How loud can <laughs> he say his name?
0: Oh my god, that's like all he
2: does. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what he does. Oh I what don't does he actually like say it every time or does he have a recording in this push button? Or yeah, is he like sitting there? He does, he's like battery. sitting there and they're like, Oh, it's your part. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Another one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know? He's like the kid in when you have like a group project in school, he's the kid that does nothing, but then when you get an <laughs> A, he's like, Oh yeah, that was all me. <laughs> You're welcome guy. I got
2: the group together was my idea. Yeah. But um yeah. I don't know. So fuck. <laughs> um so now we're getting to another father album. So let's talk about the album from vampire weekend and their album is called father of the bride. They're an indie band from New York city led by singer guitarist, Ezra Koenig. And this is their fourth album. And despite the group's commercial success and critical acclaim, this is the first album. I'm assuming any of us heard in this entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in case any of you aren't too familiar with their history or and you're too lazy to read their Wikipedia page, I'll give you some background. Uh, Azra and drummer Chris Thompson formed Vampire Weekend back in 2006 while they were attending Columbia University. They bonded over their shared love of punk rock and African music. They played shows on campus, and with the addition of bassist Chris Bayo and the multi-instrumentalist Rostam Batmang Lin, uh, the four of them... Self produced the self titled debut album, which was released in January 2008. This album showcased a combination of indie pop and world music. It debuted at number 17 on the Billboard 200 charts and made several magazines' best 2008 lists thanks to singles like Mansard Roof, Oxford, comma, and the only song I know, A Punk, which is like played on commercials and stuff like that, is everywhere. Um, at least back then, anyway. Um, Two years later, they released a sophomore record, Contra, which saw the band adding synth pop to their sound. Soon they were playing festivals all over the world like Coachella, Bonnaroo, Glastonbury Glastonbury Festival, the Oxygen Festival, and so on, as well as a headlining U.S. tour of their own. Going on to the third album, which was called uh, Modern Vampires of the City. That was released in 2013. It debuted, debuted at number one and won the Grammy for Best Alternative Album in the following year. So now it's been six years since the album had been released, and one of the biggest changes in the group is the departure of founding member Rostum back in 2016. And even with his absence, the three remaining members have created their longest album to date, clocking in just under an hour, with the help of many guest musicians like singers um, Steve Lacey, who is from the internet, um, Steve Lacy from the band The Internet. I gotta make sure I say it right. Um, and Danielle Haim from the sister group Haim. Know those groups at all? No. I've heard I've either.
3: heard of Haim. I've never heard any of their music.
2: Mm. Saw them SNL once. They're they're like a, a, a girl rocky group, but more more um, indie rock mm. of this time. So she's actually featured on this album a lot. I've she's noticed. Not a lot, yeah. um, starting with the opening track, "Hold You Now," and I, this song like best describes the title of the album, I thought, and it could have easily been in the, the soundtrack for that Steve Martin movie back nineteen ninety one, "Father the Bride," um, <laughs> but I guess they wrote it too late because it does like this amazing job of conveying the emotions of a father and his daughter's ex- experience on her wedding day. Plus, uh, Ezra and Gale... Like their voices are so beautifully trade off vocals together throughout the song, such as sweet acoustic guitar instrumentation before that swing beat. Which I don't understand what the the vocals are. It's like it's some different language, but it sounds mm-hmm. so nice. I like the outside noises they have. Like it sounds like you're like like an outdoor wedding, mm. mm-hmm. and like the birds chirping in nature. I I was fucking on board with that song. Yeah. It's so beautiful, dude.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really moving. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect it to be so, like... Make you cry? Well, Well, I didn't cry either. It was, like, allergies (laughs) and shit. Yeah, but it wasn't... Like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very mellow and just very emotional, and I thought it was a good way to start the album.
2: Yeah. Uh, The band, like, flows through, like, different musical styles on this, like, Mm. so seamlessly, I feel like. Mm. Uh, Bambina... Like, I thought the song was a little too short, but it manages to, like, layer their traditional guitar plucking with some, like, hand claps horror. like, the beat switches up, like, weirdly, like, like, this, like, 90s indie rock vibe. And then, like, Ezra, like, serenades us with, like, the, like some added vocal effects. Um, the song I'm actually really liking now is a song I'm playing on the radio called This Life. It's like, the indie pop sound that I was expecting from the band. Like, when you hear it, it's like, okay, this is what I expect from this band, from the older song. And that's a very bouncy vibe and lighthearted sound with like negative lyrics about a toxic relationship when he's like, I've been cheating on, cheating on you, but I've been cheating with the life. I thought, I thought that sounded nice. Um, Not what he's saying, but the way the song sounded.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. What do you think? That song actually, before you say, I'm getting like Paul Simon vibes from this album, certain songs like Paul Simon of the eighties, that song. Kind of, I get in vibes of like a um, brown eyed girl a little bit. Mm. But it's very okay. like, you know, adult contemporary.
0: I feel like most of the album, it feels like you're like going back in time in a little bit or something. It feels, mm. I don't know, like it seems like one of those like classic songs that you would like your parents or something might listen to or something. Yeah. No? You don't feel that?
3: Uh, you guys can keep going.
0: Oh, okay. I'm keep worried going. now. Why? <laughs> it's Go not on, saying anything. <laughs> okay. Um,.
2: I will go to the. I see what you're saying, like when I was making those references to like older routers, mm. but also I feel like when you're saying going back in time, it doesn't go too far back all the time. Some of the songs sound like they could be, ten years old, yeah. and then some songs sound like what's happening now, in like the um, mainstream indie pop, like you know sound. And uh, how long I like I like that song a lot, like th- that funky bass. song that they had and that bluesy guitar lick that would come in, mm-hmm. it was groovy as fuck. And when like that breakbeat mm. kicks in, I'm like, this is fucking heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. I mean, obviously <laughs> I, <didn't>, I haven't <laughs> been there. I don't know. But I really like the guest artists on this album like a lot. Like you all, all the other albums I'm looking like in their catalog, is just him. But having like him trade off with someone else on certain songs, like I thought it worked well. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielle Ham comes back on the track, Married in a Gold Rush. And it's got like this like 70s, like country pop duet vibe and the funky uh, electro beat violins, quiet piano. I like that song a lot. And then Steve Lacey on the song Sunflower when it's like my
0: favorite
2: one. That kind of reminded me of uh, what Thundercat does hated that song. Oh, she speaks <laughs> what? why so it was
3: just so annoying
2: but it's not even that long
3: <laughs> it felt like it was long i i don't know how long it was it felt like it was
2: oh beyond. we're shocked
0: okay
3: yeah we got we're gonna have very <laughs> <laughs> opinions on this album already
2: okay well you can go in now
3: I will basically I'm going to go more
2: on the, uh, the the guest artist, but I'll let you go first. Oh,
3: well, no, you can keep going and then I'll bring up the rear and say okay. how much I hate everything.
2: <laughs> uh, OK, well, Thundercat, actually, we talked about earlier, does kind of like that kind of like funky bass stuff. And the bass was going along with that button, but my part. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, then he comes back, Steve Lacey, on that song Flower Moon. And it's like he's like actually doing more spoken word type on that on the chorus, and then you get Danielle back on the bridge. And uh, I like the addition of horns and flute to like the galloping drums beats and the sunny guitar plucking. I thought that was good. So my only complaint so far with the duets is the song. We we belong together. I thought that song was like kind of corny, like 70s folk pop, mm. sort of a throwaway song Wait mm. like, I mean, Devin, did you I mean, you, you're noticing the, the older like yeah. vibe did you find like that song was good or did you like not like it
0: um i mean i like that song too
2: okay i mean <laughs> you're disappointing me i'm not too mad about that i would just kind of yeah. like being, i feel like with the the length of the album i was starting to kind of be like picky at a point yeah. But yeah
0: because i don't know like i i'm not gonna say like what i think about the whole album Go but, but yeah. yeah like um it did feel like it was like running a little bit long because mm-hmm. there were like what was it like eighteen? Eighteen track down. Yeah. So but I mean I, That
2: song you didn't mind then. No. Okay. Um you have anything you want to say before we throw it to Caroline?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, I want to hear what she has to say. Okay,
2: I guess we all do.
3: Um I think what you just said right now, corny. I think a lot of this <laughs> album was just really corny. Um, um so I think the one um we belong together was really corny. The we were married in a gold rush was really corny. Um, like in a
2: good way, right? <laughs> you could be corny in a good way, I guess. I don't know when example, using but it in a good way. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: No, no. There were, and like, I don't know. I think one of the many flaws of this album is just how long it is. Because mm. like the first couple songs, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. Like it's not my bag, but like I can listen to this. And then I, like, that's I kept why I'm going. baffled,
2: like, you know, when it started, it, it seems like stuff you would like.
3: Well, it's like, it's like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, I don't know, like, like, having someone, like, you know, just, like, you know, knocking on your head. Oh, that's not going to be bad for five minutes, but for 58 minutes, it gets fucking annoying. So, okay. like... The first few songs, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is fine. I I can I can deal with this." But then, like as it kept going, I was a couple songs in, and I was just like, "Please make it stop." <laughs> but there were like I liked Bambina, um, and there were a couple songs. Um, how long I liked I liked Unbearably White, even though as soon as yeah. I heard that, like the or as soon as I saw that there was a song on there called Unbearably White, I'm like, "Oh yeah, because this band is Unbearably White." <laughs> Zing.
2: But that's what they were, cause the, actually the backstory is that they were labeled as, since they're um, Ivy League students, people were getting, they were knocking them when they first came out for being like this, like commercial, like indie pop band and getting popular right away, even though I never realized indie pop music was like something like, you know, so like cherished from like, you know, right. a, a, a culture. But um, it's like, you know, I would understand if they were doing gangster rap and like saying like, right. from, like the, the streets mm. of like, you know. You know, Columbia. like, you know, Brooklyn or something like that, but or West Westchester or whatever mm. like that. But it's just Indie Pie. Why are you getting on their case? And then we found out that they're ac- like he's Jewish and all the other members aren't even wasps at all. Mm. So that's why this song, even though it was, isn't like a, about that, the name of the song is like kind of like a middle finger to people that were critics that were calling them an unbearably white band. Boom. My and punk. I
3: kind of <laughs> got that when you mentioned that they went to Columbia. I was like, oh, mm. That's why they had that whole shtick. Right, um, right. And then I liked, there were, I mean, considering how many fucking songs there were on this album, like, I liked maybe a quarter of them. I That's a good amount. I liked Flower Moon, <laughs> and I liked the last song. I think it was the last yeah, song. Yeah, Jerusalem, Ju- New York. And Bi- I thought that yeah, was a that nice song. That's a good song. closer, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also just don't think I like his voice.
2: It sounded like the cliche sounding voice of that sound. Is it too cliche?
3: It might be too cliche and yeah. it might have gone on for too long. If yeah. this album had been like 30, 40 minutes, I probably could have gotten behind it. Mm. But this, and I don't know, uh, there was just, uh, uh, it. <laughs> it made me, it made, listening to it made me madder than oh. listening to the DJ Khaled album.
0: Wow. I'm scared for that rating, man. That's <laughs> saying a lot. Yeah,
3: And I can't, like, I don't even think I really can understand why. It just like really, it was like nails on a chalkboard.
0: Huh. Was it too like? What you say it was qu- like sappy? Or?
3: Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like oh, saccharin. Yeah. It was like so sweet. It was like cloying.
2: Oh,
3: even mm-hmm. the songs that were like about you know, I hated the song with the I've been cheating on you, you've been cheating on me. Even songs like that,
2: or a just, lot of songs about religion too, like yeah, you know, being yeah. like like. There's a song I think earlier, but I didn't about the hall or something like that. I guess it's like a oh, Jewish yeah. place, and it's like you know how he's being like you know ostracized or whatever, like for being for his faith. But it's so like subtle the way he says it. And I don't really pick up on what the songs mean. So I was trying to listen to it, like, you know, to enjoy it and read along and see if I can interpret it without like actually having to research it. Um, Harmony Hall, Harmony Hall. Yeah, Um, I guess. Devin, anything else when you give your rating first?
0: All right, sure. Well oh okay sorry
3: just the way that you're like setting up go ahead Uh,
0: well i'm just gonna have like a probably a huge differing opinion of yours that's fine um so i liked the fact that it to to me at least it sounded like um like older kind of styles of music like very mellow it made me very mellow i like the i guess like soothing and like I guess I liked Sappy, you know, Mm. and I thought I thought it was pretty good. You have two ears and a heart. That's what you're saying. There you go. (laughs) I am human. (laughs) Uh, um, So I'm going to say buy this because I (coughs) like most of the songs on this album.
2: Most of them. Like like, almost all. What is keep I think what's keeping you from going higher is the length you're saying?
0: Yeah. Okay. It is a little too long. Mm -hmm. All
2: right. So um, I'm going to say. Other songs we didn't mention, acoustic guitar, chugging on this song, Sympathy, to the soft piano leading track, uh, My Mistake, to the mellow, uh, clean guitar riffs that carry the tune that I like, uh, Unbearably White, and I guess you, Caroline, you said you like that, too. I did. And all the songs I mentioned earlier, I think Vampire Weekend have shown, even though they're lost a member, they've gained so much in creativity. Uh, Ezra's voice, I thought, is very soothing and complements like, the music perfectly. Now, I would say this was the album is a masterpiece if it didn't feel so long. Uh, it's under an hour, but it feels so much longer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like you got to listen to it in sections if you're not really into it. Um, so I think they should cut off, like, some of the songs, maybe, like, towards the end, but not that last song. Mm-hmm. That song was, like, you know, a beautiful closer. Uh, so that's why I have to go down lower to uh, buy this. I'm shocked because I'm not really, like, I might have to listen to older albums for two reasons. One, that I like this album, and two, because every other album is like 45 minutes to under 40 minutes. Mm. So I might, it's easier to digest. Yeah. Caroline, what do you think?
3: Well, um, I was surprised that I didn't like it because I had <laughs> we heard. We all are. <laughs> I know because I knew it was hipster nonsense because I, like, I hadn't heard them. I had heard <laughs> of them. And from what I had heard, about them it was hipster nonsense and then i quickly wikipedia and when i i had seen the name of the singer songwriter ezra i had seen his name every like everyone talking about him i have friends that love his music i've and i'm like oh it's this dude yeah and i s- hate it like i like one of my very best friends loves him
2: the one that likes avengers right no different one. <laughs>
3: one whose opinion i actually trust okay um and and like but and then i was like i i felt betrayed i don't know by (laughs) whom but i felt betrayed um like there were a number of songs that like if if i if i were to revisit it i would only revisit those like five songs maybe but i'm not going to um Hmm. so i'm just gonna skip this
2: okay so you did like equally the dj Khaled then (laughs) <laughs>
3: I got very mad listening to this okay.
2: album. Well, I don't want to push her. You already made your choice. I push. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say fuck this to either of them. Okay. They
3: both made me mad, but this one made me madder. Okay. Not so mad enough for me to. Like, All
2: right. So, uh, my yeah. Head so to <laughs> into uh, yeah. So let us. Flames. Yeah, it's weird. We'll see how you guys feel out there if you listen to the new uh, Vampire Weekend. Where to go with it? If you think it's a good album or not? That's basically where we're going. Uh, let us know in the comment section, and also you can email us for more thoughts on this. I really want to you guys to email us if you share Caroline's opinion or not, or <laughs> vice versa, and tell us who was wrong on this because this is like it's so like you know opposite. You know, yeah. I hate. Uh, okay, wow. All right, the vampires. You're not like them. Blah. Not on the weekend. <laughs> 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 mm. All right. Let's finish this off with the last review tonight. The band Bad Religion, their album Age of Unreason, and they're the godfathers of hardcore punk, and I mean that literally based on their age. And they are back with their 17th album, and the group was formed by founding members singer Greg Graffin, guitarist Brett Gorowitz, and bassist Jay Bentley back in 1980. And though they are considered pioneers in their hometown of Los Angeles, and the entire California punk rock scene by have achieved worldwide fame with their melodic skate punk sound and intellectually stimulating social and political lyrics. This can be heard from albums like Suffer, Recipe for Hate, and Stranger Than Fiction with like classic songs like American Jesus, *21st Century Digital Boy, and You Are the Government. It's been six years since the last album, True North, and that album received positive reviews, and I thought it was a solid and enjoyable addition to the band's discography. This latest record showcases a few changes in the group, so I'll let you guys know. This, uh, this uh, doesn't have rhythm guitarist Greg Hetson, who left the, for personal reasons in 2013. It doesn't have drummer Brooks Wackerman, who left to join Avenged Sevenfold in 2015. Replacing Greg on guitar is Mike Demkirk, Demkick, who has played for the Colt. And on drums, we got Jamie Miller from the band, and you will know us from The Trail of Dead. And he was in the band Snot from the early 90s. Uh, also, this is the first album produced by Carlos Dela Garza instead of Joe Barisi, who has been the band's producer since 2004. The Empire Strikes First. Uh, Carlos has produced or engineered albums for Paramore, uh, Jimmy's World, and Hello, Goodbye, and he was the drummer for Real Big Fish in the early 2000s. So a lot has changed in political climate, climate in the past six years. So if nothing, I was expecting Bad Religion to address this as well as their take on organized religion in a little bit. So... The album starts off with the higher energy opener "Chaos from Within," and it's like a semi-call to arms, call to action track that has a fast drumming, brief guitar solos, and aggressive yet well harmonized vocals. I'm used to hearing from the band. The song delivers like a grab your attention, like vibe, and delivers like the chaos it promises from the title. Um, love the intro, love the opening track. I thought that was a really good opener. Um, Actually, this album uh, rarely lets up on like the energy or the standards the group sets. You guys feel like that way? There's a lot of energy throughout the whole mm-hmm. record. So, definitely one of my favorite songs that I really and like playing in my head a lot, due to Paranori style. Yeah, I love that song because mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite track and because it, it got that surfer rock, like uh, S like drumming before, like the hook. And then like it picks up speed during the verses, and I love Greg's lyrical uh, observation on American like current xenophobia trend, and comparing it to like the dance styles that was old, but it's got like a new like wicked moves nowadays. Like mm. it's it's kind of it's kind of cool way that, like that that song comes mm. off like this. But then when you really, really like decipher what he's talking about, I thought that was cool. Uh, End of history is uh, led by a thick like line arrangement that is overlaid by buzzy. Like rhythm guitars, and I also like the lead guitars that pepper in the somewhat bouncing instrumentation on the chorus. So obviously, I was expecting some like anti-Trump lyrics on this album, and this song I thought is an example with like the line "I don't believe in golden ages or presents that put kids in cages." And also, I like the uh, also like the part in the bridge when he says, "Tell me how you want to be remembered for generosity." Or a fucking monstrosity. Mm. Thoughts, Devin, go first. It's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are first-time listeners to this band, right? Yeah. Seventeen albums in your first first one, so I've was... never even
0: heard of them before. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, You're such a baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am.
2: Let's go first for you, Devin. You never heard of them before, so yeah. how is it, how's it affecting you? Um,
0: I th- I. I liked, um, what is it, the first song that you mentioned, like the very first song. Yeah, yeah Chaos thinking. From Within. Uh, it felt like kind of later on in the album, like a lot of the, like the instrumentals started of like blend together for me. Mm-hmm. So a lot okay. of the songs started sounding the same a little bit.
2: Now, you realize this is punk rock, so you're like, okay, I expect I that. I do.
0: <laughs> I do. And I guess it's just me and punk rock, but like, I I don't know. I mean, but I, I thought it was, it was, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say like. <laughs> okay, don't want to go too much. It. Go yeah. ahead, Caroline, your turn. Um, I had
3: heard of them, just like with the previous two albums. I had are artists. I'd heard of them, but I hadn't heard any of their music. Um, and like, it was basically what I was expecting from a punk rock band that's been around since like 1980 something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, making an album called age of unreason like it was exactly what I was expecting you know it' was gonna be political it's gonna be you know high energy um, and that like but with that being said like some of the it both like the like the sound like the instruments the beats and everything and the content of the song started to blend together mm. um, and it was all very a lot of it was like kind of all f- like face value like I don't think there was anything to like su- <laughs> There wasn't much subtlety. No. Like when he references John Locke, he literally just says Locke's children or something like mm-hmm. that, um, which is like, cool. You know, you've read some like John Locke or or whoever. He, he references some other people. Yeah, a lot of references on this um, album. But
2: I think like really the thing that you learn about Bad Religion when you listen to like their albums is... Uh, uh, Greg Graffin is known for having a big vocabulary words in his lyrics. So you may want to have like a thesaurus handy when listening to the Battle albums. I, I, I'm i assuming, Caroline, you knew every word he sang, but every album they put out when I first heard stuff from you're like as a kid, you're like, what is that word uh, yeah, Look yeah. it up and you have to like, so now you understand the songs better. He's, and teaching it's, his he's, listeners. T- he's teaching us all the time what these words mean. And that's, that's the same ma- thing with this album too. Like there's a lot of like big words in this album. Mm. Um So, going back to Trump, uh, the lyrics, what would you guys think of, like, the song Candidate and the song Big Black Black Dog? Uh, I think those were, like, the most, like, you know, blatant Trump songs.
3: Um, I really liked Big Black Dog. I thought it was, I don't know, it just, like, of all the songs, it got stuck in my head, and it's, like, still stuck in my head.
2: Yeah. Um, Mm.
3: It's... um,
2: that's the one that's about Vladimir Putin, I think. Right, that's that's yeah. yeah sh- and how yeah. Trump's his, his bitch.
3: Right, and then um, candidate was kind of that was another really catchy one that like got stuck in your head easily. Um, it was just a little on the nose for me, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like it's called candidate and it says you know I'm your candidate I'm just lips and makeup and right like, like he's a clown. It's yeah. like we we get it.
2: I but it could. The thing I like about Bad Legends albums and songs is they always, they're they never are too specific all the time. So these could their their songs always seem like they could be timeless because they rarely reference a, a person by name. Yeah, they're not saying Trump or like when they were talking about Bush back in the day, they're not saying Bush. But those thing things that are happening, then you could put on like American Jesus or whatever like now, and it it, it works. And I feel like with these songs, it kind of could happen again. You Mm -hmm. know, the candidate that we have in 10 years could be like, you know. Well, they all are. Yeah. Come on, a a puppet to like a Russian person like that. Um, So my my complaints are going to be more from a fan point of view. Um, This first one's minor, but the second track called My Sanity. I thought I thought the song sounds good, but they already have a song called Sanity on the 1989 album, No Control. And the lyrics to that song is uh, Sanity is a full-time job in a world that's always changing. So this song sounded like kind of like you're, you're repeating yourself mm-hmm. a little bit with Sanity is like something hard to hold on to. Um, that's my only like really like complaint when don't have song with the same titles. But I think that's kind of difficult when you're like 17 years on 17 albums and you might. Mm-hmm. have trouble thinking of a different word. Running out of material. Yeah, yeah,
3: especially if you're, like, always writing about, like, politics and the state of the world. You feel like you're going insane. Mm. I know why. That's my yeah. only
2: thing with my complaint with that. Um, but the album is playing a standout tracks, like, I think the Talos song is good. Uh, and even the mellower, garage rock inspired song, Downfall, I thought was okay. And plus the two tracks, Face of Grief, Faces of Grief and Old Regime, like, t- together is, like, three minutes and 47 seconds of punk rock bliss. So again, prepare yourself to look up several words when you're listening to Faces of Grief because that's where no vocabulary words are, are coming at you like crazy. Um, but this album, as well as others, in their telling of their group's career, I think lacked the mon- monumental tracks like they did decades before. Um, that's my only... Th- They're not like I think I see what you're saying, Devin, like this sounds like it's all bleeding together, but I don't feel like they're writing like these like really like memorable riffs Mm -hmm. or like these really memorable um, lyrics or these very memorable hooks that are catchy and meaningful at the same time. It's just we got the meaningful part down all the time, but it's just like, well, that sounds cool. But it's not like, you know, wow, like I'm really happy you're back. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, What else you got to say, Kevin? I mean, I, I thought. Did you find like the content like to really make you feel like you want to do something or really understand the world differently?
0: I'm a, little, I'm a little tired of the political stuff to be completely honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. It just to me, it's just getting a little too like redundant to me. And that's just me personally. Like, mm-hmm. I that has nothing to do with like you know them or whatever. Uh-huh. So any I see what you're saying. But.
2: If the lyric, if the music is running all together, and what they're saying is not interesting you, that's not looking good for Barrel Engine.
1: Mm.
2: Caroline, what do you think of the the content? You like the 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 Black Dog song, but do you feel like you're getting like bogged down with like political like you know agendas?
3: Yeah, I mean, okay. like, I think that art should be political any art and all art and, and so like obviously we, the country is in like a horrible state right now but it kind of always has been so like it, I don't know more hearing albums that are all obviously aimed towards Donald Trump because like ever you know everything's shitty right now and the same thing would happen with Bush and all of this stuff mm-hmm. it's kind of like I don't know if you're gonna be like against the government and against like the state of the world or the state of the country you can also do that when it's like when there's a president that you like because there's still going to be shit going on in the country. right so obviously they
2: have albums that came out during clinton's administration that are um i like that, that okay that were 90 like they they were complaining about things that weren't right then too okay yeah
3: because i mean there are like hints of like where he talks about like the bourgeoisie and stuff and i was like okay so are you actually like are you like trying to get to something that's deeper than just fuck Trump?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where they are. I don't think they landed at least in
3: this album. I didn't, it didn't seem to land. Yeah. There were a couple times where I was like, okay, so they've got like this, you know, anti-colonialist stuff going on. That's awesome. But then they kind of just didn't really go anywhere with it. And I was disappointed by that. I was hoping it was going to be more than just.
2: Trump sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel you. I feel you. Um, But I feel like I'm I'm with you guys. Like, Bad Religion has several masterpiece albums in their catalog, as well as classic songs. So I don't expect them to live up to their their prime. You know, but besides always having material to commentate on in society, they need to showcase why they are making music. So Mm. that's uh, my problem. Plus, I think Jimmy Miller isn't even on par With the incredible technical drumming of Brooks Wackerman, who joined the band back in 2001 and was one of the factors of that pounded energy and intensity back into the band because they were like flogging back then. And and then once he came in, once they got that younger drummer and uh, Brett Gorris joined the band again, it was like they were just like re-energized. And in fact, when the group went to having like three guitarists, by then they had this like whole wall of sound. That, like was like so dense that I'm not hearing on this album. It doesn't, you do. Do you feel like it's like blowing out your speakers? It doesn't feel like that. Like though, when they came back with, and they have three guitarists again or mm-hmm. still, it's, like, I don't hear it. Um, so that's my complaint there. So like those two guys that they got, they sound like hired guns to me. They're not really injecting their personalities into this sound. Um, so, before I actually give my final ratings, since I'm, like, the fan, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. So, Devin, you're, like, the, the most novice. So you never even heard the name before. No, not at all. But um, there's not a lot of religious, like, you know, rhetoric or anti-religious rhetoric on there, which I think is good because I don't want to hear, like, every album, like, you know, you're wrong for having religious beliefs. But, like, at least a line or two you get on every album, which I think you do. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But that's my other complaint there, or my observation. So, final thoughts, Devin?
0: Um, Like I said before, I think maybe I'm getting a little too tired of the political stuff, and a lot of the instrumentals of the song with me kind of blended together, which really didn't let anything stand out too much. For really. like, there were songs that I, you know, I could listen to, but nothing really stood out to me, or yeah. I didn't like all that much. Um, so ultimately I I don't think I'd go back to this or even like revisit this band, so I'm gonna have to say skip this.
2: I'm not offended at all because it's not their best work because like I said. So Caroline, you go ahead.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm basically just Devin said it perfectly, like everything you had to say about like all the problems you have to say with it, I have to I have the same problem. So I'm also gonna say skip this.
2: Okay. to so skip this. And I had like more problems than they did, but like since I'm I like what I was hearing. Um, I think like if you're a fan of it, it will kind of quench your thirst for like, you know, bad religious material And it hasn't been like, you know, it's been like, you know, half a decade since they put it out over half that decade's of music But ask yourself this, will you listen to this album again in 15 years, let alone 10? Like if you really like it If you really like it Um. So I'm going to give this album a download this I think it's just okay, and if they keep on the trajectory, I'm gonna go lower because you need a reason why you're making new music. You know, there's I'm obviously they always ha- they'll have always have material to talk about, but it's gotta sound as good as they're saying. So let us know in the comment section what you think of the new Barreling album, 15, seventeen albums, and if it's worth it or not. Also, give us a e- email if you have more to say and that sends that so actually what i'm going to end up doing is uh, i'm going to rank all the albums at some point all 17 wow. uh worst to best at some point over the, before the summer is over before their show in august i'm going to actually try to go see them at uh webster hall it's back oh, wow. remember that place webster hall in uh, new york yeah. they reopened it so i'm going to check out that show um yeah so that's it two hour show we guys give you a long wow. show because we're going to be gone for a while. We were gone for a while, but we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, sound like it sounds like it'll just be me and you, Devin. So hopefully you can make it Yep. because uh, a lot of pressure to just be the two of us. But we'll have to no, fill. Right. We've we'll will to. We've done it before, right? Yeah. We've done two of us, but Caroline will be gone. So I have some albums we'll review then and we'll have some good time. Just all right. I'm looking forward to time. it. Bro time. That's good. <laughs> mm. All right. So let's get out of here. Um, Devin. Yes. Where is our outro music? That oh,
0: oops. OK, so let so me what happened exactly. is no, <laughs> really? That is OK. So I had gotten a virus on my laptop, so I kind of I had to wipe everything. <gasps> yeah, because um, I actually I was on this like media sharing site where like you could if you ever heard of HitRecord dot org at all. Uh, no. No, okay. Should we promote them or no? Don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Is that where you got the vi- the virus? Yeah, about. because you can basically, like, download other people's, like, files. Like, if they're singers, writers, other stuff, mm. like, tweak it, like, add to it, all that stuff. Interesting. So I downloaded a file, and, like, I don't know how it just corrupted my computer. It was a virus. It, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, That's but how. if they give you the option, you would think, like... I don't to know. Download the the virus uh, or not? No, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't you know. I virus. thought
2: it was I thought it was safe, so I was like, yeah. okay. Fine. So you lost her song, you're
0: saying? Yeah, pretty all much. Right. I lost oh. I lost um. What is that? I had to re like download the software and everything, but I lost it for like a couple weeks. So, all right. Yeah. Well,
2: luckily we have no effects in the studio to provide us with their outro music for now, but we promise we'll have some new outro music as soon as Devin's computer is all fixed. But uh, thank you guys for coming out tonight and uh, had a good show. And thank you guys for listening. So here's how to get in touch with us. So you guys ready to play? Get it, they got to set up real quick because we didn't know they were had to do this, Devin. <laughs> Sorry about that. You guys ready? All right. Still go to our website, which is uh, angiehyberradio.net. We're going to be changing actually to puppetperspectives.com. And uh, we'll link you to our website that I've been working on at right now. You can email us still at njhabberradio.net. Wait, njhaberadio at gmail.com. And I will change that actually to Puppet Something in the future. Facebook.com slash PuppetReviews15. YouTube, go to our YouTube channel, type in Puppet Perspective. You'll find us there. Twitter at PuppetReviews15. And Instagram, I'm, I'm hit with you kids now. Instagramming pictures. Instagram at Puppet Reviews 15. Very easy to remember. Until next time, this has been Jarrell, Devin, and Caroline. Say have a good time. Bye-bye.